You are listening to the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Leave your feelings at the door because we coming with that realness, my nigga. Oh, yeah. Pop gun on a house. Oh, ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, it is your boy, Arizona Verse. And with me as always, my dude and co-host, Soul Papo. Yeah, fuck y'all. Uh, I'm black. And, uh, um... He's Mexican and uh, you should know that by now. Now, uh, welcome to our podcast. This is a podcast about nothing in particular, just current events, minus the bullshit. Um, fuck with us over at IBHMPodcast.com, where you can catch all of our episodes, uh, including those from previous seasons. Each episode, you can watch live, listen to the podcast feed, catch the links to all of the articles we discuss, view the photo gallery of that episode's dedication, yes, yes, as well as... Oh, as well as leave feedback directly on said show. Yeah, you have to know. You got to stalk us on the social media. You know, like our Facebook fan page. Uh, shit, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on the YouTube channels, the dedication blogs, the Tumblrs. Uh, motherfucking uh, shit. We on, we on a bunch of other shit, too. Uh, what is it? SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. Ah. Ah. Without for the very end. Oh, and right now we professionals on SoundCloud, so make sure that you get us on that shit because we're hopefully, hopefully we're dropping a lot of content. So, uh, but lastly, and actually, I guess that, that was the thing. You gotta refresh our automatic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Things like that. Just keep up with the intellectual fuckery because sometimes it's too uh, much, you know, there's just too much for me to even keep up, even though it's written on a goddamn page. So, please, first, Paul, tell yeah. us about now, speaking of fuckery, uh, follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. You can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com, and you can also add me on Facebook. Mm. It was on a verse. The Devil's Playground. Oh! Now, um, well, that is fuck with my dude Soul Popamo mm. on his main source of social media fuckery, which is. Well, if you got to follow me on something, I guess you could follow me on the Tumblr. So that's uh, soulpopolo.tumblr.com. Once again, that's S-O-U-L-O.tumblr.com. Really, soulpopolo anything. And um, this is motherfucking, what, episode 80? The year of the crack baby, you know what I'm saying? They started oh. giving it to the to the the low income to just to keep it feening and keep the economy running because that's how this motherfucker runs on pure fear and terrorism. Mm. Okay. So okay. let's just let's just hope uh, Ronald Reagan doesn't pop up and start slanging crack during these next ten episodes. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. As long as it sells, baby. Now, one thing, though, that has been uh, happening that I wanted to uh, update you all on, as you know, I uh, was diagnosed uh, bipolar um, a little while ago, and uh, I'm doing a lot better, actually, now, now that the lithium has been in my system for a few weeks. I'm, I'm back to normal. I'm back. I'm back, y'all. So uh, I know last week I still I was about 85 percent, but I wasn't quite all the way back, but I'm back, niggas. But uh, excite me. Don't get buck on me, bruh. Uh. But one thing, though, that has been um, incredibly interesting is uh, since I've been taking lithium um, every night when I uh, dream and I have more of uh, the uh, when I dream, it's in it's in color. It's very um, realistic. It's not blurry or whatever. I have very deep. Yeah, I have lucid, deep, you know, dreams, if you will. And um, since I've been on lithium for these past uh, three to four weeks now, every night um, I'm living in the walking dead. 
Now I've gotten I've gotten my family to a peaceful uh, little community. We found a gated community in this Walking Dead world, and um, I got a safe in here, and it's some people, and you know we're trying to we're trying to come become friends with one another. But I, I've been living in the Walking Dead since I've been on uh, Lithium in my dreams, and they've just it's been progressing like a story. And so um, yeah, we uh, went looking out for rations last night. Fucking, um, How long did it take uh, you to get out the house? Didn't take long because uh, we got like this two bedroom house where we got storage down in the second level. We're living on the first level, so if some zombies come, we're up on the first or in the second level and we're good. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it's like a little gated community. And then uh, there's a street that you go to get closer to town. I want to say it's. I want to say we're in Arizona. But uh, it's just it's it's been hilarious for three weeks straight. Yeah, I've been living The Walking Dead. Now, um, see, one thing that, that I've never had to really, unless it was part of the dream, I can't remember there being um, like a continuation or a consistency of time. Like I feel like one page flips to the other in a very comic book esque sort of way. Yeah. To the like to where literally like I'm in one place and I literally hook hook a left or hook a right and I'm at the next location. Mm. Which is so weird. I'm not too sure if that's just because in my mind, even in my mind, I have a fucking Jew director being next scene, next scene, and another one. What's the point? Climax, climax. Keep the cost low. Keep it low. Go to the next scene. We got production value to fucking be fucking around with details. Nigga, get to the next scene. Get to it. So it's awesome. I'm real though. Dreams are essentially, you know, you have your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, and literally we can't fully access our subconscious mind while we're awake and during the day. And literally when you fall asleep, you're falling into your subconscious. And so it's telling you something. It's something that's on your mind. Uh, but you just got to kind of figure out what it means and what it is. So like, I've also been uh, someone notorious of wherever I work at, my work comes into my dreams a lot. And, um, after I left that last place, um, I kept having this weird dream and I kept being at the same location and it was the same, like, uh, the city had the same like boundaries or whatever. It was a weird city, so on and so forth. And then after time progressed, I realized I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm dreaming of my office. It was my office that my dream had manifested into this world, if you will. And um, it was because my work now is from home. So, yeah. And so it's just it's interesting the way your brain works. You just got figure out what it's talking so i just gotta figure out what the fuck these zombies mean see but i see that same shit like in daylight like obviously my office too is is in my yeah. you know in my home literally my living room is my office where i live and where i breathe and where i work so when i'm leaving this motherfucker that's where i feel like the most intense like i'm sh- not that i'm shifty i already look suspect as it is bald head long beard pedophile glasses I lay you, know I'm saying? Ball. you know what i'm saying i'm all over it with it you know what i'm saying just so if you miss one stereotype you'll definitely you know meet the next no, but as I'm walking around, though, like, I truly, like, I'm just, like, I'm looking, like, left to right. You know what I'm saying? I try to match my steps with the other motherfuckers that are walking around just so that almost as if I feel like I'm going to blend in easier that way. And, like, every motherfucker around me is a suspect. And I don't like leaving my walls, man. I really don't. And that's why we uh, podcast from the safety of our uh, homes. I don't know how the hell am I supposed to do stand-up and meet motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, if I don't want to leave my home. 
I think I, think, I think I just need to do like a compilation of videos. I need there to be. I need. I need. I need a stand that's gonna go through the fucking hours and hours of the podcast episode and do like a best of greatest hits and cool. send that to somebody, please, whoever the hell you are. And then they'd be like, "Okay, come to the stage now, Soul Popo." And then oh. like I walk, I walk out with a remote and then like a projector. <laughs> And I press play, and then I, I walk back off stage. <laughs> I'm, I'm black from the I'm Black He's Mexican podcast. Uh, you're about to see a hologram. So uh-huh. here, here we go. Check this out. But I'll be here to yeah. sign autographs and you know what I'm saying, and lick titties for him. So uh, I'll be you there. Dig. Right you dig? Where the hoes at? Where the hoes at? <laughs> hoes uh, meet skips. Skips meet the hoes. <laughs> and, and that's where you can. And that's where you can do the recruiting for the for the Church of Aquarius, bro. Same. Recruit. I'm saying, oh, I'm just saying, my wife need a girlfriend. That's all I'm saying. Now, uh, but if you get a girlfriend, you gonna kill her, huh? <laughs> but but, though, but even though even though you're a bit more subtle, do you, do you have something going on with you, man? You trying to you trying to met? Oh, I don't know. Well, I was trying to I was trying to go into that Reddit article. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, I think uh, I think we need to tell the people a story, Popo. Is it story time? Mm. Yes, indeedy. It is story time. And uh, the story time is uh, brought to you by the uh, Today I Fucked Up uh, story thread on Reddit. And um, today this young gentleman fucked up by nearly killing his mother, father, wife, dog, cat, and six-month-old child. Nearly. Nearly. Okay. Um, I'm going to take that as I didn't, but uh, damn it did. I, I, I almost, I mean, almost. So uh, I was like one match away from a fucking, uh, fucking a fire and a fat fucking, uh, what is it, health insurance claim or <laughs> life insurance claim? No, like holy goddamn! But uh, oh, and this oh, actually was uh, this just happened so um this is without a doubt the biggest fuck up in my 30 years on planet earth and one that nearly had consequences that i would uh, would never have forgiven myself for first off a little background and we'll do this i'll read a couple paragraphs and pass it to you uh first off a little back first off a little background i live with my wife and six month old child and this week we've been having a new bathroom put in the dust and uh inconvenience of the words and the fact that my parents only live about 20 minutes away meant it was easier to go and stay with them for the week now uh my parents moved into a new house at the start of november and due to the freakish freakishly warm weather in the uk we're not really had the need to have uh, too much heat known that all changed on wednesday night when it dropped down to about three degrees celsius how, how much is that in fahrenheit oh well i don't know they use a metric system too i don't fuck with that either I know, you know, I'm American, so I don't fuck with the metric system. That is 37 degrees Fahrenheit. All right. Thank you, Google. Now, I think uh, it had nothing to do with the metric system. I just know what they use it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just throwing in that whole bubble. So um, now he says, note, when they moved in, they had a gas safe engineer come over and service the boiler and also a separate engineer in to install the cooker, both of which signed the house off. In the UK, they have an obligation to ensure that all gas appliances are fit for use before reconnecting the gas supply. 
Right, so anyways, we sat down for dinner. My mom asked me to turn the gas fire on in the living room. So I turned the knob. I had lights. Everyone's a winner. We ate, cleaned up, sat in the living room. By the time it was getting late and my wife and I had decided that it was uh, time to head to bed, as did my dad, my mom decided to stay up and read. Because, you know, old, old bitches probably be reading books and drinking tea, not watching TV with crooked teeth, having a cigarette. I'm envious. Uh, but uh, it says, and I totally forgot the the fuck goes. All right, so there, so there is where shit got real. And I went over to turn off the gas fire, and the dial was a bit strange, as off is at 3 p.m., not at noon. Which I'm guessing they had a timer. As I turned the dial clockwise to turn it off, it stops at noon, but this is actually ignition and leaves the pilot light on. This means that a small amount of gas is being released and burned off. Uh, in a normally functioning fire, this should not be an issue, but it was. Uh-oh. Uh, the first I realized is being woken up at 1140 by my dad bursting into our room shouting, you need to go in and check on insert baby's name. We think there has been a carbon monoxide leak. Now, Reddit, I don't think I've ever moved so fast in my entire life. I went from deep slumber to Usain Bolt in about three seconds. I wonder if he checked to make sure, see if his penis got longer in that three seconds. Like, oh, shit, I feel like a full nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my heart was pounding, and all I could do uh, was think little lungs equals big problem. I go to him, and he's fine. In fact, a little pissed off uh, to have been woken up. My mom had been reading on the sofa and had decided it was time for bed. She went to stand up but couldn't. She said that she was tired. She felt faint and sick but had been fine up uh, to that point. Luckily, she uh, suspected what was the matter. Carbon monoxide is completely orderless and undetectable to humans. It managed to crawl to the window and stick her head out. She also managed to use her mobile to call my dad in bed, who afterwards told me I saw her number come up and thought, why the fuck is she calling me the lazy... (laughs) <laughs> he went downstairs and opened all the doors and windows. So I go downstairs and my mom was blowing through the house and I had my wife's dressing gown on at this point. And it was so, and I was soothing our son uh, who was pissed at being woken up. My mom was sitting. I can't fucking read in that fucking way. But my mom was sat in the dining room wrapped in a blanket and drowsy and shit and not really holding a conversation too well. The bitch might have been high. My dad went in to get dressed and uh, took her off into the took her off to the hospital. I guess they whisked away in a goddamn chariot or whatever the fuck you motherfuckers in the UK do. Uh, but that left me in a house that was potentially but potentially lethal uh, with my wife, the kid, and a goddamn dog Spike or Sport or whatever the fuck smug fucking basic generic dog name Blackie. they would use. Blackie. Yeah, actually, I swear to God, I my. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say, but I had a similar name, and, and you know the word that I've used. And so my mom, who sat in, <laughs> all right. So my mom was kept up for 24 hours, and uh, really quickly, uh, by having a dog at that name, you could just imagine the fucking looks I got when I take that motherfucker to the park. And not even shitting you, that's the whole reason why I got it. I've always been an attention whore in such a way. You know, you know, I get so embarrassed. Anyway, so my mom was kept up for 24 hours, and she was visited by nearly every doctor, nurse, and interested party as genuine. Carbon monoxide poisoning is very rare. Now they, uh, but but where they survived that is, and it was given four tanks of oxygen. As I'm not too sure on the medical details, maybe someone can help. Whatever the fuck, fuck you, nigga. I'm telling the story. The carbon monoxide bonds on with iron, uh, what meaning you don't get enough oxygen in your blood, and that ta- and that and that takes a while to clear. 
Uh, so it was made, uh, what is it? So she made a full recovery, but every medical professional on every stage has told her how lucky she was and how serious the situation was. Mm. My dad said it wasn't my fault as the engineers should have picked up the faulty appliance. But if I had just looked at the fucking Dow and rare, read where off was instead of doing it by Phil, there would have been no supply. The next day, the National Guard and British gas were crawling all over their house. And the fire has been condemned. The gas was a leaky seal, but they checked every connection in the house to be sure. So Reddit, always use a carbon monoxide alarm, even if your appliances have been signed off as fit for use. I nearly lost my entire world in a moment of you stupid twatness. Oh, I love that. Um, That's where it's famous for. The UK is is, is uh, famous for their twats and their twats. Oh, we gotta bring, we gotta get twat popping in the US, yo. Yo, like, like that they see it like part of their fucking vocabulary. Oh, like that bloody twat. You know how like, they say bloody? No, we don't say bloody. Yeah. Like that's that's part of their lingo, I guess. Fuck At least from what I could tell. Bloody now, twat. Uh, <laughs> never want parent, a bloody twat. My parents. Plus it was you who made bloody twat. I'm sorry, keep it. My parents actually had an alarm, but hadn't got around to unpacking it. Um, so, uh, yeah, he didn't turn off the gas properly and nearly killed his uh, whole fucking family. And, um, oh, it's an edit saying it was a leak on the sill around the gas and the combustible section on the fire, not a leak with the main supply. However, they checked all the gas points as they have a duty of care um, should have made that clear. But anyway, yeah, uh, shouts out to him and his family. And um, good thing they're still alive because that could have been a completely different story that we read on here with a completely different ending. No, can you imagine that though? Like, all right, so this gas is on. Fucking your mom looks drowsy, high as fuck. You're not too sure she was drinking her special tea mm. because you know what I'm saying. You know they'd be drinking their damn tea. Or if something the fuck's going on, you would have. I would have never thought. You know what I'm saying. The doubt. So that's the one thing we don't have to worry about here. Like they sell. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if they do. Maybe I'm just too ghetto and I don't have fucking gas fixtures, so I don't fucking know. But like they sell like carbon monoxide filters, don't they? And alarms and shit like that. Like I always thought to like to me when I heard about that, I was like, why would I want to spend sixty bucks on that shit? Like that just sounds so inconvenient. Like I just yeah. figured. I mean, I don't know if, sure if that's just to breathe healthier, cleaner air, which I would understand you'd want to do. And considering the ozone shit that we have, you'd want something like that. But to, to fucking think that something like that would have potentially actually saved your life. No, and I know with, uh, yeah, if you have gas appliances, you should have those proper accessories because, um, yeah, and that's the reason why I've always lived in places with electric because just gas freaks me the fuck out. Like, Cause the shit can blow up. If you do some shit wrong, you can blow something up. So I just, I don't even want that same thing with like a, a stick shift on a car. It's too much. I don't need those extra <laughs> possibilities of something fucking up. I don't need that. No, to kind of counter you, bro. I actually do like manual cars. Like I took me a whole car to learn how to drive manual by to say, by it took me a whole car. I mean, I blew out the fucking engine on my first, on my first standard Ooh. shift one, but it was the most invigorating that I felt just because I felt like that's you controlling it. That's you choosing the speed you, I mean, it feels like an extra step that you don't have to go through, but considering that it's both usually cars are more rare and me being the, the hyper, collective mother nerd that i am you know what i'm saying i love rarities but also yeah. the fact that it's usually cheaper because they're so rare and um because like i said it's just any convenience and also because i figure it, gas is actually cheaper because you're controlling the car a little bit more so you're not using yeah. whatever thing that's gonna 
whatever the fucking automatic does. Either which way, it's it's kind of a, you're right, it is a nuisance. It, it is too much. I, just, I like the quality of it, but also, too, like, you would hope that if some motherfucker tries to steal your car, they just, they're idiots, and they're like, oh, fuck, well. But you know, I'm going to I'm gonna just take the stereo if I can, but, but, but who on you, bitch? I'm going to usually keep the stock radio on every damn time, so I never have that issue. <laughs> No, and it's funny because I did see an article recently about that, that, yeah, stick shifts um, are stolen a lot less than automatics because everyone doesn't know how to drive a fucking stick shift. So it doesn't make sense. I'm just lazy. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> you figure, though, if you're if you're in the goddamn movie Gone in 60 Seconds and you have some Nicolas Cage motherfucker who does this shit to Ferraris, I'm pretty sure that nigga knows how to fucking drive stick shift. I'm pretty fucking sure. But, you know what I'm saying, for some random hoodlum, it's fucking hilarious. The, 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 the itty bitty things that we do to to try to stop such you know commonality from happening mm. uh, i i know that um like for example really quickly uh apartment complex that i live at it's kind of a ghetto area pretty goddamn ghetto and uh so i guess to try to stop ghetto creatures from entering in they put reversible spikes they put reversible mm. spikes on a fucking gate that doesn't close Oh, so, you bitch, nigga. so it's like, oh, well, <laughs> motherfucker, like you're gonna, you're still gonna allow for motherfuckers to swing on in and somehow, you know what I'm saying, come into the other side. Like you're not really stopping much. Um, oh. But anyway, so I... they put this shit on the side. What? No, I was laughing because I've had one of those apartment complexes that has the gate that is always broke. And it's like, you niggas ain't stopping shit. You cheap bastards. You and cheap bastards. Such cheap bastards. They still made me pay for a goddamn $35 swipe badge thing so I can fucking open up the door that is fucking locked or the gate that is fucking locked. It doesn't. It's bullshit. But anyways, so I'm, uh, I was going to do my morning rituals and some fucking some motherfucker who sees the gate open. Cause as soon as you see the gate open, the motherfucker like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to swing up in this bitch. And he just went, like I said, he did it on the fucking gate. They said it doesn't close. That has a reversible spike. So motherfucker was there for I don't know fucking four hours plus, yeah. just kind of just on the goddamn phone. Who don't know who he was talking to because he was bitching to yeah. someone about how, how fucked up of a day he done had. But he was there on the goddamn phone for four hours trying to figure. Oh, and he didn't want to. And then he didn't want to push the car all the way through. Maybe because he's like, fuck, I got I got two tires blown out. I ain't trying uh, to get the other two caught up in there. To, so I don't know. I don't know how long it took him. No, shouts out to my pops. His apartment complex. I've never seen the gate broke, but his shit. You either need a badge to get in there, or what you do is you dial the apartment number of the person that you're going to see, and it calls their phone. They hear the call, and then they're like, okay, and then they have to unlock the gate for you yeah, to go press like nine or some shit that's oh. what that's what the last joint was oh, that's that phone wouldn't work. yeah for the most part because you can drive See, unless motherfuckers could be camping out just waiting seeing at my pop spot um just how it's designed like i've never seen it uh broken or anything like that and just in his his little place it's it, my pop so he got in one of them uh retirement home kind of places <laughs> yeah. he's all the way all the way that's what the old folks over there i'm gonna go live with these old folks over here so i ain't mad at him i, I kid you him. not when i was apartment hunt man that they have the they're the nicest I, all right i'll say for my for the amount that i'm able to afford comfortably they had that, and they looked decent. Because the places I could afford are mighty fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying, shitty, you know what I'm saying, shady joints, some ghettos, some traps, if you will. So usually, so when I hope, get up on my trap, pal. So I remember I was looking when I was looking for places, and the place that I fell in love with, I was like, oh shit, I gotta call this motherfucker, and just to find out, it's a senior homes, and uh, only for the old folks. But anyways. Uh, I was trying to. I was trying to go. Oh, nigga, they're coming to get you. 
Yeah, leave me alone. They probably caught a dead body. That, well, the money making Mitch probably got capped, and he's and he's out there trying Called to call a dead body about a week, a week ago. ago. That's how long it takes them to get there, because they don't give no fucks. <laughs> Speaking of motherfuckers, they just give no fucks and will, and pretty damn near and shameful. Um, now I've seen this this thing used for things like getting don't uh, donors for hearts and fucking things that you need to in order to fucking live. I mean, I even see some of my favorite video game fr- franchises that need to seek the help of uh, people that are concerned who are willing to. Um, but there's some, and I mean, I guess there's a story about a, a bitch who wanted to be, I, and I know this is jumping shit, brother. So hit him with the fucking music when you're ready. But there's a, oh. a bitch who tried to get reimbursed for fucking Powerball tickets. Wait, are you talking about the news that makes you go? I was hoping that you'd hit him with the when I, and I go in and I tell them, hey, bitch wants to get reimbursed. I was hoping you'd hit him with the, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. A Tennessee woman created a GoFundMe page um, to get reimbursed for her Powerball tickets. Um, yes, you guys heard that. Right. Um, yes. I spent. I just spent some money on these motherfucking tickets. Like, how, how the hell are you gonna get on my ass about? It? Yeah, and actually, uh, since uh, you and me are both on the show this week, leads me to believe that uh, neither one of us uh, won the Powerball. Now, Cam Breezy was supposed to show up on this show, but then last minute she couldn't make it. She might have bought one of those Powerball tickets because I know she frequents California. So I'm just saying she may have bought one of those tickets and just realized it this morning and ditched us. So I'm just saying. You know what, too? I was actually finna... Motherfucker. Nigga, what is wrong with your camera? <laughs> I, it is on a jumpy ledge and it's as high anxiety as I am right now because uh, I, I was curious, how many does it... How many numbers... Or what's the fucking... How many numbers do you have to have to even win something? Just anything at all. <laughs> So I think it's, excuse me, I think it's like three to four numbers, or no, I think it's like four to five numbers to win like any type of anything. Okay. And to win three to five, because there's five numbers in total. I thought there was a way that you could win. I don't know. Yeah, because I think to even win like two dollars back or something like that, I think you need to have like four numbers or some shit like that. Like you really need to be hitting numbers to (laughs) get anything back. You're saying that if I damn near win the bitch, like if I'm one number away from winning the whole fucking thing out of 500 millions of people, you're saying that I'm barely going to be refunded my fucking $2 that I spent on the the bitch? Yeah, basically. That's the reason why uh, (laughs) they say uh, don't worry about fucking with that shit. Because now this woman and – Wait, wait, really quickly. They actually said that we're more likely to get fucking hit by thunder than we are to win the fucking lottery. Light. I'm sorry, because thunder's the noise. So light. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. That we're more than me as a as a nigga from Arizona who never mm. visits the ocean. I have more of a chance to be eaten by a goddamn shark than I do the fucking win that lottery. Motherfucker. Yo, I actually spent and I, I made myself this bet. I I, I spent fourteen dollars. That's only seven mm. tickets. I'm thinking in the Bible, seven is a holy and lucky <laughs> number. So I want to get myself seven of these tickets, and if I win, then I'm gonna sp- give it to this person, give it to that person. I made a dedication. I was oh. committed. Oh. I ain't even gonna smoke cigarettes. And motherfucker, how I have hated this decision. But 
Yeah, I know. There's another nigga died. But, uh, so, another yeah. nigga shot. Another nigga shot. But this, but, bitch, uh, this bitch has the audacity to want to be refunded for her shit. How? What kind of fucking boohoo bitch tale does she give to, to, to want to be given so, money? And she actually made some, right? She claims that she spent all of her money on Powerball tickets and uh, created a GoFundMe page to ask for donations. Even more surprisingly, she has raised $800 so far. Now, uh, the money was reaped within seven hours of creating the fund me, uh, fundraising page. Who are these page. fucking people, and can we a fucking link to our goddamn podcast? We have a PayPal, people. You can give us all the monies. Nigga, I'm about to start a GoFundMe page and just be like, I just need y'all to help me continue to create dope shit. Like, Listen, that's all. We need time. We need We need money so we can have time, so we can fucking put some content together. We can put some graphics. We can add some voices. We can make some legitimate music. Yeah, we can use other hours of the day, but if we got to wipe asses and fucking help the guy, other fucking needy people up there, it don't give us much time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Now, uh, oh, the campaign, though, was reportedly suspended and removed from the site. And um, Cinnamon Nicole seems to have literally put all of a lot. <laughs> Cinnamon Nicole, like, well, not to say that's a bad name, but that straps like a sounds like a fucking hood rat name. That sounds like a hood rat. Damn it. I was picturing a white woman this whole time. Well, either which way, the that, that could be that could be a white woman though. That could be a stripper. That could be a cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinnamon. That could be her, a stripper. She grew up in the fucking trailer parks. Her daddy called her cinnamon because she knew she'd be a great dancer, like just like her mother. And nothing sweeter and more sour than cinnamon. Motherfucker probably drinks that whiskey. Was that Fireball? Shit that has a cinnamon in. Is that it? Oh no, it's a hood rat. Oh shit! Sure. Look at yep. she, she was bred to to get a, to get tricked. She probably popped that pussy to little Kim. Oh, no. so yeah, it looks like that cinnamon. What a bitch! Probably sucks a mean dick though, but she probably can get real lazy at it too. She that's how, cute, that's how lazy a bitch she is. Nah, she is cute though. She can get it. She I ain't mad at her. Rugged shit. Don't you know don't hate the player, hate the game. That's all I'm saying. The bitch made some money, so I I gotta applaud her for that. And I'm mad that I didn't do it. I want oh, I want yo. my fourteen dollars back and get and hit eight hundred. And here's what she said on our GoFundMe. Please help me and my family as we have exhausted all of our funds. We spent all of our money on lottery tickets expecting to win the $1.5 billion. Why? Now in dire need of cash. With your small donation of at least $1, a like, and one share, I'm certain that we will be able to pick ourselves up from the trenches of this lost and spend another fortune trying to hit it big again. <laughs> Please, won't you help a family in need? Donate now. But wait, she said, and spend another fortune trying to hit it big. So she literally said, can you please give me money so I can get back on my feet so I can fuck off my money again later on and do this again? I, I look at motherfuckers like that. They say motherfuckers who hit, oh, not, no, no offense to you, but motherfuckers that hit that big companies that hit bankruptcy and fucking expect us to fucking give them the goddamn boost that they need. Motherfucker Dre, motherfuck stoop, motherfuck Dre. Dear Cinnamon Nicole, here's a big and some dick. How about, how about we give you some dick? How about that? I don't have any dick on my wall here. And right you, now. and you, no, 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 no. I'm talking about us. We give oh. her dick. <laughs> she gives us some dome and maybe two lottery scratches because you know she can afford it. Come on now. Give I know. I just scratches. give me two power. Give to me bingos. Two bingos. Uh, I just won't let her pick my numbers. Apparently, she's not that good at that. No, but I, I honestly like because I and maybe this maybe that's the kind of thing because I know people who gamble 
and and just I mean just in life you sh- you should never be with a negative attitude. But I know when it comes to betting, like I just know that it's not going the odds aren't in my favor. So when I do win something, I you know I get excited about it and it's cool. But I don't fucking base all my life on it. People, people who have like gambling problems, like you know they literally will bet on people not winning the fucking Powerball. But I, just, I, I I'm trying to con like understand the motherfuckers who think like they're gonna fucking win it. Like if you win it, yeah. then yes, you're fucking lucky. But how can you go in like if that's a real thing? Unless this bitch is just trying to be funny because it's not like when she mentioned throwing the fortune in again. Unless it was just yeah. her being truthful. Unless she's trying to be funny at it, just to see what the fuck would do it. Hey, one dollar. What's one dollar? You can give me one dollar, right? So yeah. imagine though, if you get can get people to to invest that little itty bit, like it's just one dollar, nigga. Okay, well, and it's just one like, one share. You just you don't know how big the avalanche becomes. But oh, anyways, I, all I know is I'm creating an IBHM GoFundMe page this week, so be on the lookout for that, y'all. Hey, be on the lookout because if niggas is just giving money out like that, can you give us money for some real shit, my nigga? <laughs> yo, yo, would you like for us to come to a city near you? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, please. I know IBHM live. All you got to do is pay for it. We come out there. Yeah, we do we'll this go, shit live. We'll go a little bit. Change. Can you feed us? I'm cool with that. Pay for the gas and feed us. I'll go chill for a little bit. You did. Now, also, before I forget, uh, the family that came out that won, because uh, so far, one family, the did family they? from Tennessee, came oh, out. Oh, so we haven't even found the nigga from Chino, California yet, huh? There's three winners. There's one from t- Tennessee that came out. The one from California, at, as last I checked, hasn't come out. And then there's one in Florida that hasn't come out yet. They're going to eat his face up by the time he oh, does. Nigga's dead already in Florida. Yo, but, uh, fucking Stitches bitch ass going to come and be like, nigga, you know you owe me the $2. You know I gave you a ride. Like mm-hmm. someone had, I heard a story about that. Like someone's like, he's like, you give me a ride to the, you know, go get a, go, go get a lottery ticket. If I win, I'll share it with you. Like, motherfucker, really? You going to share it, it all off a fucking ride? <laughs> you a goddamn lie or you think I'm stupid? No, but peep this. The Tennessee family that won, so they announced it to the world on the Today Show. And they came on the Today Show. They announced it. He was showing off the Powerball ticket, what have you. Um, he hadn't turned in the Powerball ticket yet. He hadn't claimed his money yet. That ticket that he has was worth about $583 million. So you could literally say him going to the Today Show and going around with that ticket on him was literally like he was walking around with $583 million in his pocket. Nigga, go claim your money first, and then after that, go do the damn tour. Somebody could have beat you up coming off the plane. It could have just fell out your pocket. That is so. So are you saying then? So we see this motherfucker with the live thing. Like, it, let's say he were to get his ass beat or something happens, he were to lose it. Because we now have evidence and we know who it is. Does that yeah. not matter unless it's the person who fucking comes in and cashes it? Because technically yeah. speaking, you don't unless until you signed for it. There's really no key evidence unless because you can't even buy. So I, I don't know. Get this. Maybe it's just because they they want you money but of course but you can't buy powerball shits with a credit card unless oh, it's, no, no, you no, have no. to have cash it has to be cash it has to be cash because uh they want the cash now and immediately and that goes to the state and so on and so forth and they don't want like because if you can gamble off of credit cards and shit like the powerball would get up to like 88 million every day like it'd be ridiculous <laughs> if niggas could use their credit cards <laughs> and um but no, yeah, it's just it's redunk. But um, shouts out to them, five hundred and eighty million. That's a lot. But I'm also not surprised when the family came out. It's the same old 
old frumpy white people that always win the lottery really? you don't really ever see anybody who really like oh oh look at that single mother that won the powerball i'm so happy for her now and i'm curious because and i'm just and, and this might be too deep to, to swim into but can it be fixed can something That's... so big be it'd be so easy to have fixed wouldn't it because honestly i'm just see, wondering That's... That's the thing I've been weighing with for so long is you know they're gonna lose the money. You know they're not gonna have the money that long. You no. know they're gonna end up broke again, so you know they're gonna spend on stupid shit. But the thing is, I always wonder how would you pick the person like that's gonna be the person that wins. Demographics. Honestly, it I feel is. like if you have a certain store and then the sticks or whatever, you know what kind of people is gonna be there. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, what numbers did they pick over there?" Okay, we're gonna pick one of those numbers. Like, quite possible. The government has to have some kind of um, unethical scale of fucking rich and hoity-toity and luxurious to fucking piece of shit slumps. It honestly would make sense because uh, the conspiracy. Another theory out on the Powerball is that it's just a tax on the poor. Um, you have a whole bunch of poor people out there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to hit it big and get out of this situation. And so they're spending five, 10, 15, 20 bucks every single week. Some people spend more than that. And, um, and they're spending all this money. And then over their lifetime, they may spend thousands of dollars on this and no, it's just another way to tax the poor in hopes of getting out. Honestly, one thing I've never known, and I, we're talking way too much on this fucking shit. Fuck all this shit. Fuck them. And unless unless I get a fucking dollar, I, I shouldn't promote or give any excess things. So all I want to do is build a fucking empire I can crush against you. Because fuck you guys. Manpower. They are the, whoever the hell DJ Cali wants to reference them as. Um, when I didn't know it was time for Powerball unless until they started saying, oh, it's at this much. It's at this billion. It's at this much money that we've never hit before. Like I said, this is an all time high. So is there a time frame that, that they that they do this by or do they wait until there's oh. a ridiculous amount? No. So the Powerball, you could play it any day of the year. And I think the drawing is every Wednesday and Saturday. And then so the reason why this one got so ridiculous was because it went like 14, it went like 14 Powerballs without a winner. And so the longer it goes without a winner, the larger that pot gets. And then when that pot gets big, then a lot more people start playing because the pot's so big. So then it starts getting so high. And then once it got so high, it still took like two or three before someone finally won. So by the time it finally after like 16 Powerballs of no one winning, it got up to fucking damn near two billies. So you're saying that we've suckered this many people into investing this much money, fucking hard ass cash, to the point that yeah. it hit this fucking much, and then it, even then it just it damn near. I don't know how much it jumped up. But I think the thing was that the fact that it was one billion, and then it jumped two or three, just because motherfucker saw how hot the pie was. So like, you you would think that this shit can all just be a facade, no? Like. This shit has to it's be possible. going. It's possible. So I want to see I records know. of these people. They, they should they should showcase these motherfuckers and have to make a reality show. You want to win this much money? Okay, but we got to film it. And then on top of that, they pimp you with fucking ads and commercials. Like that'd be the way to do it. How they fucking no, fuck that? Because if I, I want proof. If I won, I was going to pay somebody to go out there and, and um, pretend that they won. Nigga, I'm going anonymous. If I win the Powerball, I'm going off the you grid. You couldn't. Some states have it to where you need to be. I'm uh, going off the grid. Fuck y'all niggas. 
I'd be like, no, Arizona, here go 100 mil. Take it back. I don't want nobody to know. <laughs> Shit, that's good publicity, bro. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Moving on, uh, something else that's going on that uh, just might make you go. Um, France is passing a bill that's banning excessively thin models. That seems almost like an oxymoron. I thought, well, I thought you wanted, I thought that was, hmm, I don't get it. Oh, you mean like fucking like African, I can see a rib cage. I got to donate 25 cents a day kind of fucking. Exactly. Skin. Where's Barbara Streisand type? Or was but, that one bitch with the dogs? Uh, I forget her name. She's, I can't remember her name. I know. I said Barbara Streisand, but that wasn't her name. Yo. But uh, models will need a doctor's certificate that their health is compatible with the practice of the profession. Um, employers. Tell my Barbara Streisand while up there. Oh, Anyways. look at that. Nigga, I ain't even gay. <laughs> now, employers who break the law could face up to six months in jail and a fine of $81,000. So models who get too skinny and aren't healthy get, go, could go to jail for six months. Now, a previous version of the bill has suggested a, mini, a minimum body mass index for models, uh, prompting protests from modeling agencies in France. But the final draft approved last Thursday allows doctors to decide whether a model is too thin by taking into account their weight, age, and body shape. It also says that digitally altered images making a model silhouette narrower or wider should be labeled touched up. France is not the first country to legislate on underweight models. Uh, apparently, Italy, uh, Spain, and Israel have um, all done so. So, um, yo, shout outs. Like, I, I'm, like, in the middle on this because part of it, I agree that you need to, like, get control of that industry because I think it's way too many, like, super skinny women um, in modeling. And then I think it is very unhealthy. And then I think it does promote an unhealthy culture because then you have re regular women looking to inspire and be these women. And these women are either unhealthy or they're touched up and digitally altered so much that they don't even look like that. So um, it, it does build up a, a strange facade and a, a, this, this yeah. never ending strife for this imitation of just what isn't real. Looking facade of shit. But the thing I don't agree with is um putting them in jail for six months. I think that's a little absurd. Just like make her ban her from modeling for like six months. Why would you have to put her in jail? I don't think that's worthy or a need to go to jail for. So Yeah, that part doesn't fucking make any sense. And that's what but see, I don't know. I wonder because they have better control over shit out there. So not not to say that we need to go fucking straight Middle Eastern to if a bitch acts up, you rape her in the streets in front of her fucking father and, and the whole town so they all know it. But there's definitely a way that they handle shit there keeps motherfuckers in check. Same same way how they don't have ridiculous fucking uh, um, gun uh, shootouts and crazes out there like we do yeah. here. Whether that's because of our access to it or because of... I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know how you would build something. It's, I mean, it's like the ultimate mind game of how you hold and you manipulate them so that you can kind of keep them in line with, yeah, doing shit. 
And I know that skinny shit, I mean, it, it definitely has bitches starving and has bulimia and an epidemic, and it just has fat bitches, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying, holding the pussy power when it comes to those, you know, late night <laughs> calls when you, you, ain't, you ain't worth the fucking text, but you get it anyway, and you get real proud, and you try to stop a motherfucker from being able to get some shit. Like, bitch, don't wait, hold the pussy. You're lucky that no. I called you. And um, I'll give you a conspiracy theory that um, I have heard, and um, that is um, things like these, uh, things like this is part of uh, what helps to control the population, if you will, because um, to be 100% honest, uh, regardless of how we promote that men rule the world, technically women rule the world because men do everything that they do to please women. When we shower and try to smell good, it's to please women. When we uh, strive to be number one and the best at something, it's to impress women. Everything that we do is to make ourselves look manly and acceptable to women, if you will. And so if you put women in a situation where they always think that they're less than because they can't rise up to their level of beauty and they're always held down, you can control the man by controlling the women who the women are already broken down. Okay. I got mind control over Debo. Sometimes. And it just makes me go. That's why you got to punk the pussy. You got to punk the pussy. Popo, uh, something else that made you go. What is it? Did you hear that there's a masturbation booth in New York City made for men to relieve some stress? During the workday, you know that's cutting edge. Because one, one thing I never understood, and there's one place in the South Side. I'm not too sure if you ever went down to it. It just said adult, and it said twenty five cent, which I'm not too <laughs> sure. Like, did you ever have you ever gotten into that bitch? I've never been in one. In but shit. you know what I'm talking about, though, right? It's I like I, yeah. I guess it's just I'm guessing it's a place where you jerk off. I mean, mind you, that's like an adult store or adult whatever thing, but. Why the fuck would you want to go out of your home to go watch something outside of your fucking personal place? I'd imagine it's because you get your rocks off there, no? I can jerk off perfectly fine at home. I've never had a problem. Yo, I've even developed a system to where because you know now that I'm using you know com- you know company internet, I don't I can't uh, you know I can't pirate, I can't watch mm. porn. It's understandable, nigga. I'm beat my meat down to uh, saved gifts that I get oh. from Tumblr on my phone. Yo, yo, if you search right on Tumblr, you can find some shit on there. You got to you put them search terms in just right. I'm no, I, it's by, see, and I, and I get it by sheer luck. So when I catch me a pale witty that looks like she's getting, you know, what I'm saying decompressed or her spirit is being, you know, taken by some greater dick demon. Like and I, I save them joints. I just gotta send it to my texts, and I could just, you know, what I'm saying scroll through my text feed of all the, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying baddest to baddest, because ain't no one texts me but me, and I be texting my, you know, some of the best things. Um, Semen demon. <laughs> it's 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 yeah, it's a little bizarre. Forgive me for saying it. The semen demon. Guys, for complex ah. news, I'm Emily Oberg. Have you ever wanted to jerk off in the middle of your workday to take the edge off and alleviate some stress? Well, the good people over at Hot Octopus have made that possible with <laughs> their new Gi-Fi booth. Jesus. The booth, which is Christ located at 28th and 5th Ave in Manhattan, New York, will be fully equipped with a chair, laptop, and curtain so you can get off at your own convenience. 
Though had they come up with this gross, bizarre idea? But Octopus co-founder Adam Lewis explains, there's no denying that working a 9-to-5 job can be stressful on both your mind and body, especially in a non-stop city like Manhattan. Adding that, it's really important for guys to look after themselves so that they can stay healthy and focus properly on the task in hand. Lewis goes on to say that they feel the Guy-Fi booth will improve everyday life. And the best part about this is that it's completely free of charge. They just ask that you thank them when you get a promotion. Although I'm not entirely sure you'll be rewarded for leaving work to go and masturbate. On the bright side, maybe the Guy-Fi booth will put an end to public masturbation. Here's hoping. Oh. That's news for now. For more pop culture. Um, first and foremost, shout out to the Widita that we just saw. That is by far a Widita. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Emily Oberg. Yo, I fucks with Complex News, yo. I fucks with... Um, I, I told her. Oh, wait. Name. You popping. Uh, I want to blame it on the folks. I tried hopping on Facebook. Um, um, what was I trying to say? The... Um, can't be free. Uh, unless just to wait up public shame us for, to, to walk, by walking into this motherfucking thing. How is it free? Nigga, am I being, am I being required while I'm, being, while I'm jerking off? Like, be, be real. What's the catch? That's great. And you're, it's definitely a civil service because medically we just know that if, if you know what I'm saying, you can focus. You don't shit. Hopefully we'll break the next video no. on the street. street. You're breaking up real bad. Ah, uh, shit. I'll be starting. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, this shit is fucking crazy because, um, yeah, it says uh, it's in Times Square. Um, I guess this area used to be littered with 25 cent peep shows, set shops, adult theaters and prostitutes. Uh, but this London based company, Hot Octopus, you know, shots out to shots out to that name. Yo, that is crazy. But uh, the makers, yeah, the guy Brader um, feel that they'll be able to, you know, help man now um i do agree that you know um you don't want guys kind of jerking off all over the place i don't understand why you would put this out in the open like this anytime you put something like i look at like circle k bathrooms and shit like that like when you put a public bathroom out there for a nigga niggas will just get all crazy and wild and just won't give a fuck so if i could imagining what a circle k you know or gas station um fucking restroom to be like i can only imagine what this masturbation booth is going to be like you know sitting out in the middle of nowhere um i think this would actually make a lot more sense if they had something like this and if they had it um in a actual um like job like if a job got this for someone and like oh here's this booth and then people jerked off while at work but on the work location i think that would make a uh, lot more sense than uh, this does jerking off in the middle of uh, nowhere i think that's uh quite fucking insane what the fuck? did you hear the story about the 911 operator who missed an emergency call and um it was Oh no, she she uh, wasn't getting stoned. She was actually uh, ordering pizza. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't the bitch just text Domino's the fucking pizza emoji? I know there's uh, there's easier ways to do this, uh, but apparently she was not aware of that. So um, this is a 911 operator in Broward County, and uh, she's accused of missing a call involving a man who fainted while she ordered her lunch. 
uh, Francis Francios, um, guess the race, uh, Borward emergency operator was on the job in September. I bet you like beans and rice. Can you can you guess if she makes homemade tortillas? Can can you guess? Well, a not, local 911 operator is in trouble tonight, accused of neglecting to answer an emergency call because she was ordering pizza. That 911 call for help came from a Fort Lauderdale optometrist's office after a young man passed out. NBC6 investigator Willard Chillard Shepard is live at that office, and he obtained the phone conversations between the pizza restaurant and that operator. Willard? Well, Jackie, this all unfolded here behind me inside uh, this eyeglass shop. The people said the man had a seizure. He went down on the floor. They called 911 for help, but nobody answered. Tonight, we now know why. BSO saying that the uh, operator was making a lunch order. Most people would say was one for the record books. Happy Zuckerberg delivery. It's going to be for delivery, please. It's a business. This is Sunrise Police Department. That was Francis Francois, the Broward emergency operator who was on the job, placing her lunch order and apparently ordering for co-workers, too. He started to convulse, had a seizure, fell out of the exam chair, crashed. The order being conducted while here on the other end, workers at the ClearSight Opticians in Fort Lauderdale were calling the 911 line after a man fainted at their office. I thought there would be more than one person answering the phone. I can't believe there's just the one lady. A lady that was busy with the pizza shop. Okay, what can I get for you? Yeah, I just got to ask. Um, every time they, because they're not showing the actual woman, but all these cut scenes where they keep showing a woman, they keep making sure they show the hands of a black woman. So I don't know if that's subliminally, they're trying to drop that, that, oh, by the way, if y'all watching this video, yeah, we going to blame it on the negress. It's just stock footage. You can't, you can't say that. <laughs> Pizza. At some points, the operator was checking the prices of. She did all that over a whack ass cheese pizza. At least add some toppings. To right? It. Damn. Fucking cheese. And then you gonna still check the prices and the delivery? But you guys lives to say. Oh, the selections. That one is uh, nine forty nine. Nine forty nine. Okay. And the rent. I think that's all my cash orders, and I have three card orders. BSO's report says during this time frame, Ms. Francois failed to respond to the incoming 911 calls, despite audible tones and visual alerts, resulting in the 911 calls going unanswered and abandoned. The full order more than eight minutes later. Fort Lauderdale is reviewing if it should remain in the regional system. And if that means that we need to look at uh, going back to our own uh, police and fire 911 dispatch system, we're, we're going to do that analysis. Now, the man uh, who fainted here and had the seizure at the eyewear shop, he recovered pretty quickly, and uh, he is okay tonight. Uh, the woman uh, told investigators that she should have handled this situation differently, and she did get a written reprimand. We tried to reach her today, but were <laughs> unable to contact her. Well, I'm glad they got her on the red. You know, so nothing is drastic losing her fucking job because she was looking out for her employees and wanted the best fucking deal. So, uh, hey, we slapped her on the wrist, though. Yeah, you know, we, don't do that again. We went into Wall Street and we told them, you guys stop that. Hey. Hey, you. Stop it. Black. Hey, Little. you. You stop black. it. You're black. Oh. Don't, don't do anything. She should be fired. Well, 
there's a couple of levels to it. One, she should be fired if she was ignoring the visual cues and all that. She should be fired and not be allowed to do a job like that again. And then also, um, whoever is in charge of this city, this shit, um, they need to be fired from their position because why do you put them in a position where there's only one person answering calls? Fucking A. That makes sense. So one person versus I, I'm not too sure if it's per county or the city, the whole city itself. But really, I, you expect all the fucking all the emergency answers by one bitch. And, oh and, I, and, and I'm not even saying you're gonna leave it to a black girl who you know what I'm saying, was probably doing her nails and you know, kikishi <laughs> about whatever the rockishi about this dick that just you know what I'm saying, she don't suck the day before. Are you on Facebook? Oh no no, let me hop on Facebook. Right. I, I sent no. a link. Hopefully, we, we can we can pull up that story real quick. But that, that doesn't make any sense. And I can just imagine that Ironberg. I mean, just being yelled at in general for having like let's say fucking a high abandonment rate. I can just fucking imagine the fucking shit this bitch had to have But then again, all she got was a little uh, written like. I think mean, shit. I think it's like really nigga. Really yeah. nigga. But uh, yeah, I'm hopping on Facebook. Supposed but... to be hurt. No, that uh, reminds me because uh, I went up to a Walmart um, last week and um, it was just fucking hilarious. Uh, there was a uh, a rat that came up to uh, ring me up and she was a cute rat too. She was cute. I wouldn't look in uh, her eyes. I didn't want her uh, hood rat appeal to uh, suck. Oh, I was like, and, a rat? Uh, You're talking about a hood rat? Okay. Uh, a, a hood rat. She she was a cute little uh, light-skinned hood rat. But um, <laughs> she, uh, it was funny because, uh, you know, I'm putting my stuff up there on the uh, counter, and Kai was with me. And uh, she's behind the counter singing that uh, uh, future song, I'm about to mess my cash up on some new toys. And I'm just like, oh, you rat, can you just stop being a rat for one moment? For one moment. I know I'm black, but just stop being a rat for one moment. Let me and my son get away from you. Stop I bet it. You if, I, if, I, if I was a Republican motherfucker, you would, you would have your shit in order knowing damn well I could write a goddamn letter to I know. Manager, or to the president of the country. I'm friend, I might be friends with the CEO. I'm just saying. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is the brother. Hey, look, look at the little mix, babe. This motherfucker, he ain't no, no, no. <laughs> I figured that, 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 that would have gotten some, and some, uh, and more attention. And actually, mm-hmm. do that when, when you have the kids with you. I have to put you on the spot. And, you know, don't, get, don't get mad about what Skip's saying. But do you see ladies get a little bit more attention when you go out with the kids, or do you not even notice? It's actually, um, no, not noticeable. Like, um, no, not like over noticeable. Um, hi, yo, shouts out to uh, motherfucking uh, Travi because uh, that rap be talking that slick talk, or that sick talk, excuse me, that stick talk, that stick talk. You know, we talk that brick talk, that woo boy, don't get me started. But like, uh, I, can, I can smell the sprite and codeine on you, sir. Can I suck your dick now? Oh, but uh, yeah, definitely, she makes me go. So, uh, what was it? You said you sent something? Yeah, I'm not too sure if you can actually pull it up on your end so you can show the videos because there's, um, and I meant to bring this up a little bit earlier when we're talking about uh, uh, the weed, or not the weed, uh, the UK and stuff. Um, and I'm not too sure if this is the UK or Australia, but apparently they have um, some videos, and I guess they're supposed to be, uh, what is it called, like um, public service announcements, PSAs? 
about mm-hmm. how bad marijuana is. Now, I will admit, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it can get me totally off fucking subject. Sometimes it can fucking, it can lift me up and I feel, you know what I'm saying, unlimited. Um, so it, it has its cause, it has its effects, but, you know what I'm saying, by, by no doubt. Um, but um, the way that they try to spin this off about being so slow kind of almost went viral. And I want to say probably like in the wrong ways because it's, Kind of fucking hilarious. And mind you, the UK, like I said, they have certain things, you know what I'm saying, shit in the vocabulary, whether it's, you know, how they can pretty much call someone a cunt and it not be as dirty because it's part of the lingo. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you could play some of the videos if you can. There is a compilation that was made. It's in the, the group chat there. With it. You got uh-huh. it up? Yeah, I think this is coming up now. It was the last link with uh, Travi, right? Ah, here we go. Yeah. Stoner Sloth Compilation. So uh, let's go ahead and load this up over here. Oh, and really quickly, we did a little intro. To, well, I mean, uh, hoping this will be its, it's other segment. Oh, yeah. Public subsidizing about how bad marijuana is. What the fuck? Indeed. And uh, let's see what this stoner sloth talk be talking about. Marijuana's bad, okay? Just remember okay. that. No matter how hilarious it looks. It's, it's bad. bad. Okay. Don't make anything out the box. You want to see the box. And it's still well, low. Uh, okay. <laughs> this, this connection is as slow as you are in marijuana. Okay, time's up. Pens down. So sure, for sure. Pens down, like mm. You slow bitch. Mm. You dumb bitch. You didn't write nothing. Dinosaur. Wow. Mm. Ain't you dumb. <laughs> You're worst on weed. Jason. Could you pass the salt, please, darling? Mm. But I'm high off of marijuana. Mm. What does I that even mean? You forget you'd be having the munches, huh? Mm. That bitch I'm getting. But the marijuana. And you know ads, you got to pay them by every 30 seconds. Keep snapping a lot of shit. That's a Wadita, though. <laughs> You're worse on So I told her she cannot wear socks and sandals out of the house anymore. It's so funny. What do you think, Dave? Greatest propaganda I've seen all week. Stunner sloth. You stupid bitch. Go comb your hair. Yo, I hope more of these come out. I want to see more of these. I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's just like, uh, remember when, uh, Mel Gibson brought up the pack of niggas and it was like, it was so absurd <laughs> that I wasn't even offended by it. You tell me when like, he did, uh, that, that movie after he did the passion of Christ. No, remember he got mad at his wife or his ex-wife, and he was oh, drunk. and he was drunk talking shit on the phone. Yeah, and he was like, uh, yes. "Raped by a pack of niggas." Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't even get offended <laughs> by I couldn't even get offended by it because it was so absurd that it's like that's hilarious. That's I can't even get mad at that kind of this. That was fantastic. I can't even get mad at that that propaganda. Give me more. That's a hilarious video. I want to see some more of those. 
please drop those in the U.S. That shit is funny. If I can, if I can bring up one more, what the fuck? Whenever the hell you can cue up the music for me, it's something I, I'd like to, I'd like to kind of to read if I can. Well, actually, I, I guess I can't do screen share, so it doesn't fucking matter. What the fuck? Yeah. So there's apparently, and I wish I could, I could screenshot it here, but there's a story about how there's these new like weight loss pills, or they're trying to figure out uh, how to treat obesity. You know, me myself, you know, what I'm saying I'm a big motherfucker. I went from 400 down to two, and I quit the, I, I fucking picked up the 100 back even fucking faster. Um, so it's something that's been oh, we're always fucking, you know what I'm saying, uh, battling on. Especially, you know what I'm saying, because it does so much to the fucking ego. It just it may, it makes me hold it up so much more only because, you know, I, I got to fucking fight and do this shit. Maybe it's just, send, I can send you a link at least to the, oh, the no, FDA. I guy found one. Yeah. Uh, doctors want to use pills with fecal matter as obesity treatment. Yo. So apparently there's this, so the, one thing, so the, the whole long heart of it is they want to get some kind of bacteria that's in the belly of skinny motherfuckers. And I guess the only way you can get the bacteria is after you shit it out. So they want to get this shit. They want to get this shit and put it in a fucking pill, layer it twice so that you can't smell it in so it doesn't get released until it's a large intestine or some bullshit. And apparently it's gonna make you skinny. I mean, they, they don't want people to jump on the bandwagon. They don't want niggas to jump on the bandwagon just yet and start, you know, licking the booty holes of every skinny motherfucker that you see. But it has to do something with it, son. That's gonna be the next thing, yo. Megan Trainer is gonna drop some catchy single about eating the booty holes of skinny <laughs> motherfuckers. Eat the ass, eat the ass like groceries, oh. but you gotta make sure that's the real skinny. Oh, eat the assholes of the real skinny. Oh, eat the assholes <laughs> of the real skinny. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I thought that was worthy of some what the fuck news right there. One last, uh, what the fuck? Um, Papo, did you know there's a new fight club out there? <laughs> you know, um, you ain't supposed to talk about it. There's, yeah, you ain't supposed to talk about it. And that's where this woman slipped up. This woman talked about it. She dry snitched on herself. Oh, dumb bitch. Came out that this woman had put together a baby fight club. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie, though. And now, before we go into the story, and of course, you're gonna be a dumb white bitch. You know how I love me some white bitches, but not that kind. Um, you ain't never, you know, to let the boys kind of duke it out on each other. They ain't never got into some wrestling. Nothing, you know, no, some blanket wrestling, but some I, wrestling. I let them, you know, fight and go at it or whatever. And if it's a situation where Kai is like too overpowering or whatever, then I'll, you know, stop it, stop it, so on and so forth. But uh, Zay's tough. Zay ain't scared of nobody, no size, nothing. So Zay's, uh, and actually, Zay's recovering from his uh, second major injury in the past uh, four weeks. Um, about three weeks ago, he uh, decided to jump off of the bed and he landed on his stomach and he bit a hole into his lip. Oh, and, shit. Um, yeah, messed his lip up or whatever. I was concerned that we we're eventually going to have to take him and get some plastic surgery or whatever. It healed oh, like very nicely over two weeks and like it did. Okay. So it was like, okay, good. Yeah. Then, I, bet you, I bet you it was your mama's prayers. That, that's what got him through. Oh, it was those prayers, you know. You know, when people sit around and do nothing but think about you, that does the best, the most, that helps you the most. Nigga, don't 
fun on that shit. It works, baby. <laughs> Sometimes. But I, I do want to no. say, though, I, I love how just like real wrestlers, how you guys, whatever, like, uh, first one I can think of him because he's recently in train, right? Fucking Johnson, he said he's out because of whatever kind of injury. Yeah. It's so funny. Even your boys, you know what I'm saying? If you get in these fights, I got I to gotta rest with you a little bit. But once I get that back and I'm 100, it's on again, baby. Oh. Two. But then uh, freaking uh, yesterday, so uh, Kai took my blanket, was running around with it, told him to stop. Uh, Zay hopped on the edge of it. So he's like riding it like a carpet, if you will. And so I'm telling Kai to stop and then I'm telling Zay to get off of it. So Zay stands up to get off of the blanket. Kai pulls the blanket. Zay goes face first into the uh, towel in the kitchen. Busted his lip open all again. Uh, we oh, had to shit. keep some up. It bled the rest of the night or whatever. It stopped for, you know, before it was time to go to sleep. He's okay. He's up this morning. Him and Kai are friends or whatever. But uh, he got a busted up lip again. <laughs> and I keep I keep warning Kai. I've warned him. Hey, you can get this baby fight club all you want to, Kai. But just know he's getting tough. This kid, Zay, when he's a teenager, he's going to be the toughest one in the house. And it's going to be the result <laughs> of all these ass kickings he's gotten from Kai. They's yeah. not scared of a fight. So I've yeah. never seen men like it. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one thing I, I, that I can just imagine, too, because he's going to be the, you know what I'm saying, all, he has them but opportunity. So he's, he's watching him. He's getting a leg up on him. He's going to just be on it. You know he's going to be the, the bigger one. For some reason, that, that's how it's been recently. Before, it used to be the age where, you know, the firstborn is the one who, you know what I'm saying, who birthright and all that. You know, the, the younger oh. one coming for the thrones. And it's so funny because old ladies, girl, like she has a five-year-old and a two. The two-year-old, I could, I, I see the same thing. This motherfucker's gonna get beast when he's big. He's gonna, he's gonna hate my guts. Hopefully, he respects me, but he's gonna hate my guts. And the bigger one, he's obviously stronger, has more reach on his ass. So I, I feel bad. Cause I, I love seeing the little one beat the fuck out of the big one, only because he's just that much stronger when, when he thinks about <laughs> it. But when they, when they play fine, like he just, he's just there like this, like he's a fucking little T-Rex. He just thinks it's fucking around. With a long one got that reach on this, I'm like, motherfucker, you <laughs> wait, wait till you see the day. But but this oh, bitch yeah. is obviously taking it much more serious. We're doing more playful yes. ways. We know how to make up stuff. This bitch is literally put him in the fucking ring and tell yes. him to fight to the death or Miss, tell him uh, this video. Miss Virginia, Sarah Jordan, um, yeah, she's being convicted of seven felony counts and six misdemeanor counts. Um, she, This is um, due to over a dozen criminal charges related to the abuse at a daycare center where she taught, um, as well as committing other types of abuse. She forced toddlers under her care to fight each other. Charges, charges include assault and battery and child cruelty. She was also found not guilty on four counts. 20 more were dismissed by the judge as prosecutors failed to prove that they had happened before the statutes and limitations expired. So wow. um, apparently the stuff... This was over an eight-month period in 2013, and um, yeah, she created a baby fucking fight club. Uh, the teacher was making him the class bully uh, made to fight. It was hard to hold back tears. Emotional was very deep, one of the parents said. And um, yeah, so they, her and one of her co-workers physically and emotionally abused the children for sport. In addition to making children fight one another, services reported that two fed the children flaming hot Cheetos called One Girl Ugly and tormented children who were afraid of water by spraying a hose in their face. Oh, fuck oh. these bitches. Yo, not only should this chick go to jail, she should go to man butt fucking jail. Let some let some people bigger and stronger than you pick on you for the rest of your life. Well, you bitch. Haven't put that thumb up her ass. 
I'm going to put a thumb up a butt. I'm trapping. But see, mm. that, that's, the, that's, the, that's where you just tell, like, they really don't give no fucks, man. And yeah. it's one thing, like I said, if something were to break out and you kind of get some kicks out of it, and you go, I can just see them, too, like, feeding them hot Cheetos so they get all nice in the ant, like, spit them a few times so they get all drunk and busy, like... I want to see some video, though. I mean, I guess I, they're, not, they're not that dumb where they put it on fucking video, but that, that would have been the next best fucking thing. Yeah, now if she uh, was black, it might have been some video because she would have been in the bag watching the kids fight, talking about world star. Oh, shit. World star. Just like that dumb motherfucking bitch with the hard art when, or the dude when he had the, he had his little nephew smoking. Like, that's, oh, like, that's world star. If anything, you want to fucking pull some smoke this, this chick, uh, Sarah Jordan, is facing up to 41 years in prison. So I hope she gets all of that shit and uh, maybe days more. So uh, fuck her. I'm sorry. I'll try harder. My pleasure. My pleasure. Everything is just fine. Moving on to music and pop culture news. Uh, Papo, did you know that Planet Earth, the movie, has been remixed? And this is Planet Earth, narrated by the one and only Snoop Dogg. Oh, shit, I know Snoop Dogg got pissed at, um, whatchamacallit, uh, started talking shit to Bill Gates fucking because Xbox Live was going out. Oh yeah, I don't know if you heard about that. He called that Bill Gates. He's like, he's like, why the fuck? I'm trying to play some Xbox, cause and this shit ain't working, motherfucker. You can just tell like he's just in there. I never get a plan when I get a plan, the motherfucker it don't work. Anyways, he called that Bill Gates. He's there, ain't you know? No, fuck all that shit because uh, no, this planet, uh, uh, this planet Earth shit, uh, go hard in the paint, yo. I mean, these are um, beavers. Oh, look like oh my god, that's a crocodile. That's Wally Gaddy. Look how they stand up on their toes. Like, hey, cuz, we got to get up out of here, cuz. Come on. He got him cornered right now. Ah! Oh, wow. Were they going head up with him? They ain't scared of him. What is these animals? Them the ones that eat snakes, son. Is them mongooses? Oh, wow. It's about 12 of them, cuz. They didn't back the gator up. I ain't never seen a gator get punked by no mongooses. For real? Retreat. Retreat. Yeah, back up, fool. Yeah. We them boys. Yo, shouts out to Snoop. Um, I hope uh, Planet Earth Part 2 comes out. And uh, fuck Morgan Freeman. We need Snoop Dogg narrating uh, this season. Because that, that's that that's that hot fire, yo. That's hot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If I, and I forgot that that was a movie. Was it the one that Disney made? Or was it like uh, a... I want to say that was National Geographic because Disney, I think, did the penguin shit, but uh, the planet, oh, yeah, Earth, the I think that was that. Yeah. Okay. You know which way? I know it was, a, it was a dope thing. I didn't get to fucking watch it. People actually said that they cried. I don't fucking know. But that would have been some dope shit. Now, and we need to get our own narration on Kurt. Like, I'm saying, I don't know what we got to do when we're going to do it, but. Oh yeah, yeah, we gotta do this shit naturally. And after we get done with the show, don't let me forget. I got a uh, that motherfucking it's real dude, uh, the nigga famous from the uh, nigga turtles. Um, he uh, he's been doing some Grand Theft Auto ones, and he got a new one about a, a demanding girlfriend, nigga. 
hilarious. Oh shit. Hilarious. Moving on to something else that um I know uh Papo, um everyone should be excited about this. I am cat returns for season Kate. two in March. Oh yeah, Kat, Kate, yeah. <laughs> Caitlin Jenner, Papa, are you excited? Oh well it's better she's she gonna show her pussy in this one. Oh, so uh let's go ahead and uh see see what this uh motherfucking uh oh she's gonna toss that for, for for those who don't know who Kate is, uh, that was formal the, the the motherfucker formerly known as uh, Bruce Jenner was Bruce now Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. But now in order to be able to and I'm surprised the bitch didn't spell it with a K either, knowing damn well. I almost yeah. feel like it, he was such a house nigga, I wonder if this is his one way of trying to yeah, stick it back to Chris is like, you know what? I'm not gonna uh, Kathy with a K. I'm gonna be Kathy with a C. <laughs> because that's not that's not normally how you you would spell. Well, I don't know, I've seen it a couple different ways. So the fuck, fuck, there fuck you. Fuck you, Chris. You don't you don't control me anymore. Yeah, Chris with a K. I'm gonna be Kathy with a C. I am so comfortable now doing what I saw. I think it's important that we go out there and meet the people. There's a million stories out there I need to be told. Who's them? Full snowstorm in New Mexico. Yeah. Of course. Your friends are amazing. Not you, Jenner. Just your friends. <laughs> name in my phone is mad she's a little mad you understand how important a dmv photo is it's official wait so is like i'm throwing old bruce it's the fucking is his ex bitch in the show like is this like kardashians is, is it also on e right yes also on e and yeah this is uh caitlin's uh show on e and this is uh yeah do you see this is the first season she uh wasn't quite comfortable in her transgender self but this season she's comfortable she's back and she's back. more real than ever she is raw. i'm talking about like pull just pull the dick out of the crisis panties raw. Oh, here we go. Out the door. Maybe he didn't deserve to be gone. Oh, wait, so now she regrets it? But you're lukewarm support for same-sex marriage. I didn't so, explain it as well as I should have, but I had like 30 seconds to think about it. Yeah. I hope you will recognize you're a leader. Was that a man? Every conservative guy out there believes in everybody's rights. Obama was against gay marriage. Hillary Clinton was against gay marriage. Is that correct? Do you hear his Republican ass come out? Why you can't talk politics at the dinner table or in a bus? Yeah. Because you can't get out of here. Get out of here. I have no idea if these friends are from season one because I've never seen any of these women that are hanging around and just going through this tour bus. Where did she get a posse? Is that why we never seen him on the show? Because he was secretly recruiting and getting you know these hoes to, to join forces? Going around, yeah, trying to uh, put together a super group of friends. I, I don't know. A little bit out of our comfort zone. Would you consider yourself to be a lesbian? To be honest with you, I don't see dating women in the future. I've been there. What? Oh. What? But you said you wasn't trying to fuck with men too. So are you asexual? You just not? Try, are you? Are you just not wanting to pick a side yet? Oh. Fucking Republican flip flapper. Or run that uh, revelation back. Out of our comfort zone. Would you consider yourself to be a lesbian? To be honest with you, I don't see dating women in the future. I've been there, done that, got three next wives. Now you can have an ex-husband. That's right. Ah! What? 
That trend pussy is up for sale. Oh, oh shit. That's the highest bidder experience. We had so many good conversations. This is the story of our lives. I know. Does it have a uh, sound? Is that a, I'm Candyman? Is that what the fuck what it's saying in the background? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, I'm shit. Candyman and I'm so proud. Oh, holy hot mm. damn. So, uh, would you look we're at gonna that? We're going to see Chump on this shit, man. Yo. That no, was yo. Shit. Yo, I tweeted Young Thugger. I was like, yo. Hey, Tyga did it the other way. He went for the super young Kardashian to get the fame going. Young Thug needs to pull Caitlyn Jenner, get the oldest one. Oh, shit. So that's what I'm talking about. Things are being reversed to do, do this for the progression of our state as human society. Because, yo, Young Thug are going to come uh, come out and be like, see, I ain't gay. I'm fucking the, I'm fucking the baddest uh, Kardashian. I ain't gay. <laughs> <laughs> this Kardashian got, got the tightest tight because you know all the rest of them are some hoes. Oh, this one's so tight. This this the this the tightest Kardashian hole. This one has not been it's like, used. That's man. It's like it's a man pussy. Oh, because you because you know Caitlyn gonna holler at her brother. You know Caitlyn Yo, gonna holler at her. She brother. actually wasn't she seen? Uh, or maybe you know, a matter of fact, I think it was a picture of Kris Jenner. That bitch was at some kind of party yeah, with some nigga, some brother. Yeah. Ah, okay. And, and fucking Caitlyn was just right next to motherfucker. Like how? I don't know how you feel like as a man to, to I mean, mind you, it'd be one thing, you know, you you see your ex, is what they're doing, you know, you are there either with your bitch or knowing damn well that you're still fucking the whole, however the situation is, but you got her fucking new lover there and he looks like a fucking swole diesel ass motherfucker. Like, I hope that's just security. I mean, you feel hey, like that might have been. That might have been the start of Caitlyn thinking, yo, I need some black dick in my life. Look at that new black dick. Chris is Yo, getting. She, she did pretty good for herself, out. for all loose ass pussy self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of you don't want to get with a bitch with so many kids, but you know what I'm saying? If, if, if she can pull one, then why not? Oh, holy but hell. Speaking of doing shit for TV and for the ratings, um, not mm. to say this brother would have been a sold out because he's definitely stand firm and strong in it, but I got to hit on him whenever I can. Uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, he has a uh, hasn't he had shows on FX? Or is it finally coming out? Yo, so um, no, his actual show is uh, finally coming out. Um, Donald Glover is uh, previewing his FX comedy called Atlanta, and um, he's calling it Twin Peaks with rappers. Now, uh, did you ever see the show <laughs> T- Twin Peaks? Wasn't it an action show? Wasn't see, it a movie the, actually? See, like, when Actually, when I think Four Peaks, quick shout out to Arizona, it, it's our local Phoenix brewery. It might be Tempe, but it's it's, it's here from Arizona. They recently got bought by Anheuser Bush, who I know they bought out Coors. They do some other shits that are, I think, I think called Anheuser Bush. Some bullshit, some weird fucking name that you wouldn't know why the fuck they would name it this for a beer, nor you wouldn't know why the fuck we would have. Uh, don't we have a strip club called Bush? Too? Yeah, I think so. Or I think it's called by the same name of the fucking brewery and like yeah I don't know I like Bush but you wouldn't now, be a selling point when it comes to strippers. Now, no, Twin Peaks is the show from the early 90s about an FBI agent who investigates the murder of a young woman in an even more idiosyncratic town of Twin Peaks. So, okay. Anyway, he wanted to redo that with rappers. I don't know that movie. So, but uh, so he's back on. Have you ever seen Mystery Team? Who? 
if ever you get a chance, there's a movie that Childish Gambino supposedly start, wrote. I don't know if you should be directed. No, he didn't direct it, but he produced. It's called Mystery Team. I think mm. that he did this thing mm. with his original uh, white homies from his suburban hood. And um, they're just some dorky-ass fucking 20-something three-year-olds who act like they're fucking 10-year-olds playing Scooby-Doo solving mysteries. Mystery Team. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Fucking uh, Aubrey Plaza, former dedication for everybody, uh, uh, the Puerto Rican slash Jew. You know, she, she's in that shit, and she just, her awkward little self was the door. Yeah. Now, the former community star create, uh, created executive producers and stars in this uh, half-hour comedy called Atlanta. <laughs> the series centers on Ernest Earn Marks, a loner who returns to his hometown of Atlanta to try to make ends meet before being drawn into the rap scene when his cousin suddenly skyrockets to stardom. Um, he says that he just always wanted to make Twin Peaks with rappers. Um, this is Glover's return to TV following Community, on which he starred for five seasons. Community's one my favorite fucking shows of all time. One of the, and, uh, one, of the sh- one of the shows that's been canceled and restarted and bought from so other companies times. more than I've ever seen before. So many times because like NBC and the ratings aren't really that um, behind Community, but there's a cult following behind Community. So, but um, yeah, Glover is saying that um, he wanted to combine his two artistic passions in Atlanta. It's kind of the perfect time to make something that I would want to see. Um, he pointed specifically to the need in the current era to interact with viewers across multiple platforms like cell phones and computers in addition to TV. He says uh, there's more screens that have to be filled, the perfect time to combine everything that uh, kind of media is right now. So, um, yeah, shouts out to them. I was reading that um, he, the writers for the show, um, he didn't get uh, like a writer's room and they went to some office or whatever. He had the people come to his house and they all like stayed together in his house, similar to that clapping for the wrong reasons movie, how it showed how the, um, uh, because the internet came together, it was a whole bunch of musicians and people all together in his house or whatever, coming up with these ideas and shit. So that's how to uh, shout it, show. I fucked with it. I, I don't have I don't have FX, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bootleg that shit when it come out. I'll, I'll shoot the nigga like that. Live tweet it, you know. Ooh, live tweet. And I was gonna say one of the one of the dopest things that um. Uh, I feel like well, whenever you have a project like that, it's it's always best to be able to have minds come together. And when you go to a, a building or like before they were one Rockefeller, I don't know how the fuck New York is, but they worked on Rockefeller Plaza or some shit like that. They're in the famous oh, Rockefeller building or some bullshit like that. That's where NBC, I guess, does a shit. So you got to imagine, like, maybe as a tourist, it's more gra- uh, grandiose in, in, the, in, the, in the fact of uh, such history is there, such powerful motherfuckers in that goddamn building. But to do it, it's almost you're gonna think business like. I mean, goddamn it, they need a fucking jerk off station in the middle of the street. It got to that point, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to work and you know go to a comfortable home environment. I mean, plus I'm pretty sure he's able to write off his home as the fucking as the building itself, so he could he could charge himself rent and fucking get yeah. put that part in the fucking budget. So I know it's not a bad idea there. But the fact that, you know what I'm saying, uh, you can just work in a comfortable environment. I don't know. You, you would think you're going to get the best and most organic shit. And I feel like shows that are on effects, which I haven't kept up with it, but I think um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that was one of those shows where, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they just, they're on their own shit. Like, they don't, I don't know. So that's, that's what's up. That's pretty, that's pretty damn cool. 
Shouts out to. And um, apparently it's coming out this summer on FX, so be on the lookout. And bitches love it because of <laughs> Yo, that's my shit, man. My motherfucking no. shit. Now, uh, speaking of uh, might be my shit in the future, uh, Tupac bio, more info, Popo, oh, and um, Michonne from The Walking Dead, former oh. dedication. Oh, wow. A she looked like her. She, she looked like her. Of Feeny Shakur. Yo, shouts out to the casting director on this one. Yo, here we go. Yo, you're talking about the black of the berry. The sweet energy. Oh. But Shones, she blacker than a motherfucker, too. She, she, yeah, she blacker than a motherfucker, too. <laughs> oh. Nigga, that was a perfect segue, and then the volume wasn't up. God damn it. Let's run it. But you know what, though? Also, too, I feel like uh, the, the love that, that Pop showed for his mama, even under her, even though sometimes his mama was a crack fiend, um, she was she was a strong woman. And yeah. the fact that she would have raised such a strong man. So honestly, I, I've known no, no most, no more badass bitch. I, I lost track of the series. I think once Michonne, uh, I think was about to meet Rick. So oh, yeah. I, have, so I have no idea how the fuck um, where that shit's even gone. But I remember her being a bad bitch. So I'm assuming she's still the same way. Yep, exactly. Um, What's up, guys? For Complex News, I'm Alex Hudgens. Afini Shakur is a well-known and respected political activist and member of the Black Panthers. She raised her son not only to be an avid reader, but also to have a keen political awareness of current events. To say that Afini was instrumental in Tupac's development as a modern poet is an understatement. And now, we're finally learning who will portray this fierce woman on the big screen. The Walking Dead's Denai Gurira, better known as Michonne, has been cast as Afini Shakur in the upcoming Tupac biopic, All Eyes on Me. Afini is known as the keeper of the flame on her son's estate and has a myriad of accomplishments in real life, so Gurira has her work cut out for her in this pivotal role. That being said, Denai Gurira is a talented, accomplished actress who is up for the challenge. You know her as the badass, sword-swinging Michonne on The Walking Dead, but she's also had roles in The Visitor and Mother of George, not to mention being an award-winning playwright. Her play Eclipse stars Lupita Nyong'o and is moving to Broadway in March. All Eyes on Me is helmed by veteran music video director Benny Bloom and currently in production in Atlanta. According to Entertainment Weekly, the film has actually been in development for years, and at one point in 2009, Afini Shakur and Morgan Creek got into a legal battle over the project. Despite the setbacks, it seems like the success of mega-hit Straight Outta Compton prompted the All Eyes on Me team to finally get this thing out. In fact, Afini Shakur herself is an executive producer on the project. Demetrius Ship Jr. will star as Tupac and Jamal Woolley is set to play the Notorious B.I.G. A release date for All Eyes on Me has yet to be announced, but you know we'll keep you posted as we learn more about the film. For all of your pop culture news, subscribe to Complex on YouTube. Mm. So, shouts out to that, yo. And fucking, um, there are more Tupac biopic pictures. Have you seen the nigga that's gonna play, um, uh, Suge Knight? <laughs> no, I have not, but I can just imagine. No, matter of fact, wait, I mean, I figured the dude who did it on Compton, it's going to be a different guy, right? Um, Yeah, it's going to be a different dude. Yeah, here. Okay, here we go. As soon as this picture, okay. Yeah, this is the brother right here. Here's a shot of. Uh... He kind of looks like, like a healthier big pun. <laughs> yo, he do. But, yo, that's, that's a big cat because you got to get a big brother. Yo, dude playing Pac, though. Dude, that's pretty, that's close enough, man. That's close enough. As long as his acting is on point, yo, 
crazy. And we got the fucking big timers there. What the fuck are those guys supposed to do? I know, and I think that's a couple of the outlaws. Oh, looking like I Manny Freshman. So. <laughs> fucking Manny Freshman. Oh. Yo, I actually oh. had recently, um, fuck, I don't know if it was on Mass Appeal or whether, yeah, I think I might have seen him chopping up a beat on uh, on the rhythm roulette. But he just, he just, it's so funny seeing these cats now. Yo, it's been so many years and there's been such new blood in the fucking game. Like, I, I love kind of seeing them now. I'm like, I love seeing the motherfuckers who are really trying to, you know what I'm saying, do the most, trying to act real young. And some brothers yeah. just stay young, they stay still bad. And it was Batty Fresh, though. I always respected him. You know, I'm talking shit because they look like him. He was a multi-instrumentalist. You know what I'm saying? He was pretty much the beat in-house beat slave mm-hmm. for all of them. Even though I'm not going to give two fucks about uh, the album when it comes out, but yeah, Manny Fresh and Juvenile and Lil Wayne are working on that album. So, really? I got yeah, they're doing some type of group album thing together, which I shall give no fucks about. But uh, fucking uh, tra- Trap Lord, I feel like correspondence of this nigga looks like a black Prince Albert. Yo, that nigga do. Oh, that they pulled that nigga right out of NXT development, yo. I'm telling you, yo. I didn't realize y'all were talking about wrestling. I was thinking someone else. I'm oh, no, no. No, yo, real quick, no, for real, because that's a perfect fucking. Uh, I'm gonna bring up this nigga Prince Albert, and uh, I'll let you be the judge, Papo. Uh, motherfucking I Prince. Say, I haven't seen him oh, before. Ass nigga, hold up. Because that Prince know. Albert was like the piercing on your penis, or is oh, it some yeah, kind it of is. some kind of chain yo. that holds your balls? Oh, <laughs> shit. Yo, Dodie. Street Fighter. Look at that. Yo, Jack oh. just sent him to the FB too. Look, just look at that. Oh god. Oh. I would not oh. want to be in prison with this motherfucker because he looks he he, well, he gonna take what he wants. Oh no no yeah he ain't getting he ain't getting fucked he doing the fucking in prison he, yeah. he doing the fucking yo oh shout out to motherfucking pig Travi uh, putting the motherfucking uh, chat yo so yo it almost seems like he's been having that he actually looks pretty badass on there it almost reminds me of the movie Half, uh, Half Baked where uh, he was about to get raped by that big old uh, uh, what was that uh fucking mandingo and he had like a calendar of this motherfucking his draws fucking you know fighting stance it was counting the days until the uh um the dude from cheech and chong was about to fucking escape out of there because oh. booty hole wasn't gonna be safe that's what that reminds me of not gonna be safe. and speaking of booty holes not being safe popo and toes um, that they don't that get licked don't leave your booty hole open around bill cosby according to accusers now um, Papo, did you hear about one of the accusers? <laughs> nasty uh, Nate. <laughs> nasty Nate. No nasty Nate. Uh, shouts out to Chloe Goins, who uh, released a diss track aimed at Bill Cosby. Ooh. Papo is 2016, and the beef has started. Diss Records is coming out. Yo, uh, the first shit. victim of a diss track is motherfucking Bill Cosby. It got real in the field. Don't make me fucking get yo, uh, yo. You know, you know, I got about three, four Cosby records. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to fucking chop up them joints. We gonna make a fucking a comeback record first. Come on, me and you, we gotta defend them. Somebody got to. Uh, I'm I'm so in the middle on this whole fucking case. But um, the 25 year old Chloe Goins released the disc record called Bill Cosby Disc Record. Get your finger out the pudding bowl. You know, she got right to the point. Just Bill Cosby, this record. She got right to the point. But, um, oh, Papo. I think oh, we have some audio. Yes. This looks like a younger Kate. Let's go ahead and uh, see what this Bill 
Let's see what this Bill Cosby diss record about, Popo. Hey, Bill, I guess you think you're pretty slick, huh? Making sure you dug us, thinking that we would forget ya. But we didn't. Now everyone knows you'll keep getting protested and booed out your show. It's a trip. You kept on for all these years. Too bad your victims were women with voices to hear. It's not going away. It's Too bad. Face the facts. I can guarantee that you'll never make a comeback. So far in her ass, when I was done, I spit on her pants and licked her Oh, my God. Oh, she came with that fire, yo. Now, she her case was dropped in a... Um, uh, that she was sexually assaulted at Playboy Mansion in 2008. She sounds like a young hoe. Yeah, so she, I guess, was 17 at the time. Oh, not too little soon. But, um, or anyway, someone say just right. She raps, y'all keep getting protested and booed at your shows. It's a trip you kept on all kept on for all these years too bad your victims were women with voices to hear it's not going away it's time to face the fats i can guarantee that you will never make a comeback um she says awful i made monopoly off misogyny sodomy how many chocolate tea jello pops could he possibly lace walk in atrocity no wonder you scoff at me it's still obvious i'm as off-putting as bill cosby is Oh no, that was Eminem rap. Never mind. That's what M said. Yeah, I was like, wait, those bars got hot for a second. No, Eminem <laughs> said that. About, yeah, actually, shit. Hold up. How long is that, yo? Oh, it was a six-minute freestyle. But no, okay, that's what uh, oh, she should use those bars. That's what Bill Cosby said last week. Eminem, look, look at look at him. He kind of. I mean, no oh, offense, obviously. That nigga. He do. That's the thing about you, brothers. That, that y'all niggas ain't so well, like a fine wine. What y'all niggas, what y'all niggas don't know is I'm 48. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what y'all niggas don't know. But, Still uh, nowadays, pussy. Hot damn. Speaking of disc records, though, Popo, uh, and actually speaking of our Philly correspondent, let's move over to Philly. Meek Millie dropped some new music yesterday, Popo. Oh, he dropped some new music. And uh, Meek Millie got some words for motherfucking Drake, yo. So um, out of nowhere, he dropped a surprise 4x4 EP. And um, he has a song called I'm the Plug Freestyle in which um, he uh, comes back at uh, motherfucking Drake. And I think, oh, yeah, we got the song right here. Let's see what you're talking about. Like, should, should he still continue to go after it? Chicken wrap that shit like a wet wing. I don't feel it, you like Pablo in the matter, 
chaser, nigga. If you ain't start with the chasers, you ain't eating with us. Shit, that was trying to ride the wave, just skiing, niggas. But I'm so stuck up in my ways, I don't be with niggas. I don't know them guys. Y'all believe them niggas? Handbands and double parts. Do y'all see them niggas? We the type to run up on them, try and lead them niggas. We really started from the bottom, I'm like, we them niggas. You took her to an island. I fucked her on the couch. I fucked her in the studio. She never seen my house. She told me that you're lame. I told her clean you out. I got that pussy same day. She made you eat her out. So that makes me curious. Is he trying to admit that fucking that Drake got to smash? And he admittedly says that, you know what I'm saying? He ate a bitch in her head. Because, you know, you figure, I, I would imagine someone who you consider soft. In my job, I love you. Because so it ain't about being soft. It's about fucking yeah. getting what you want and give it. But, girl, you know. can, I, can I at least eat it? Can I at least, can I, girl, at least let me lick it? I know you won't let me fuck, but can I at least lick it? I'm a light skinned nigga. Let me lick it. Yo, so yeah, so that's how it's coming out that Meek Mill is claiming that, yeah, Drake may have gotten so far with her, but didn't get super far. But um, I agree with Travi, uh, motherfucking Trav Lord. Um, yeah, it was okay. Like, it's it's hot. And, like, Meek Mill has mad energy. Like, I like his records for the energy. Like, you can just get amped and turn up. Like, if I was a football player, I would listen to Meek Mill before every game. Like, I could just get amped to that shit. But when it comes to lyrics, He's not saying anything. That was a minute and 43 second freestyle. And he talked about Drake at the very end for about eight bars. And two of those bars still weren't about Drake. Yo, like uh, Chad says, that would have, that would have been okay Yo, five months ago. But that's what he now, said five months ago. Yeah, but see, but even like, now, I don't know. Maybe because maybe it wasn't, it wasn't fully directed at him. So that's why it just kind of his diss had a cameo spot, but not a fucking full thing. I mean... I don't know. He had some energy. He was live. I mean, it was, you know what I'm saying? It's decent. But now he also dissed 50 Cent. Um, I'm looking because I can't remember what song he dissed 50 on. Okay, it's loading up. Shout out to him. Yo, did we? I'm guessing we must have talked about it. Um, oh, here it goes. About, about shit that is uh, Bay Mama was talking about. Oh. Did we, did we talk about that last show? Oh, Where, yeah. With the. With 50 and Rick Ross and all them? No, no, no. Uh, 50 Cent's baby mama came out talking shit. I'm guessing it was a line. Oh, I don't listen to shit that bitch say. Yeah, she said something about the nigga didn't get shot nine times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might have been five, and he didn't want to be compared to Pac. Bitch, you should have said that 10 years ago when 50 came out. Why are you waiting until now? Because now the boys, her son's about to be 18, and their fucking checks ain't going to come in like they used to. Oh, so now I got something to say. Yeah. Now, uh, yo, so Meek Mill went at 50 on Give Em Hope. Let's see. How long is this song? Let them niggas have the Grammys. We got the streets. We rich already. Yo, did, did and my chick the baddest. What did you do at my trophy? Wait, what? We'll have to look it up. Whatever happened to the Grammys? Oh, nigga, that's still months away. We still, yeah, we still got time. I thought it passed. No, not the Grammys. No, that still ain't came up. We still got the Grammys and the Oscars coming up. So, no, it's still time for that. Uh, Young nigga. Oh, 
On the second verse, Meek Millie goes, you popping shit on your Instagram, shit that you popping ain't adding up, shit that you popping ain't making sense. I got 50 reasons, say that you taking dick, and it's 50 reasons I should kill, nigga, but for real, nigga, I've been taking trips with my Philly niggas, got the richest chick, she's from yo hood, niggas hating on me, I ain't really tripping shit, I'm good, I be in the 40 with the 40 on me like I should, I be in your hood where you never be at, be with them guys that you could never dap you could never adapt you know the game if you co-sign a rat you forever a rat we were Yo. never that you tried to go money made with that paper but now you in debt because you never was that fuck is you high you know better than that mention my name and berettas with that congratulations you played yourself is he talking shit about uh his newest signing who's, who's he talking about uh, he's talking about 50 no, but he said he's talking about a cosign though. So I wonder who that was. He said he oh, co-signed rap. No, there was uh, a picture and actually let me see if that's the same thing they say on Rap Genius. Uh shouts out to Rap Genius, the best shit. Yeah, let me show you. Well, because this, uh, yeah, I know he had signed some guy from Louisiana hoping that he was gonna get his unit south on again, you know, after after Buck. 
and it was some dude who apparently was I don't know I'm sure if he was part of Cash Money or he just sounds like them niggas like it was no it was he's talking that, about this dude this picture he took a picture with this dude Jonathan and says this is my friend Jonathan he was kidnapped and assaulted this is the dude that um uh, is Rick Ross's kidnapping victim Fifty took a picture with him and so that's what he's talking about uh, if you co-sign a rat you forever a rat. So this nigga snitched on Rick Ross. You hanging with this snitch. So nigga, you a snitch. Well, I mean, the snitch got him information. Someone has to hire the snitch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, now, I'm going to just say this about uh, 50 and Rick Ross. These niggas need to fight or fuck at this point because they've been going at it. <laughs> they have been going at it for about eight to ten years now. This ain't a fake beef. They've been going at it for eight to ten years now. Whatever way y'all need to get that aggression off against one another, get it off, and can we move on? That's all I'm asking. I don't I don't see 50 being the bottom. No, if that were to be it, then it'd be a revelation. And I'm sorry, but I could see Rick Ross being the bottom. I'm sorry. You know why, too? The most uh, important thing, because when you take that shit in his ass, you be like, huh? Look at every, every, every pump in his ass. Oh, oh shit! So he's gonna be exhausted by it. He's gonna be so dehydrated. It's gonna be terrible. He's gonna, oh. he's gonna have to bring him back to life with that effing vodka, whatever the fuck he tries to sell. Speaking of fucking uh, Rick Ross and the whole Fifty Cent beef, um, I gotta give uh, credit where credit is due. Um, Rick Ross did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine and said that he is the biggest L Fifty Cent ever took. And Rick Ross went on one of the most chess moves. He went on one of the most chess move mental attacks on an opponent I have ever seen. Did you did you hear about this uh, this interview, Papo? No, man, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What do you mean? Like he kind of like he got hit by him. So no, saying that um, the biggest loss that Fifty Cent ever took in his career was at the hands of Rick Ross. So. Um, so he uh, did this interview with uh, Rolling Stone and um, oh, come on, fucking Firefox. Yo, shout out to motherfucking. Uh, we all know what's happening. We just won't say it. Purple Rain. Shout, oh, <laughs> shout out to motherfucking Future. And actually, shout out to what Travi was saying. Going back to that uh, fucking Meat Mill track. Everyone raps like Future now. And I agree with Trav, not since Jay-Z has there been a dude's flow who has been imitated as much. Like Drake, when Drake blew up, there was some niggas that bit his flow, but it was only like a couple of cats was trying to do that Drake sound. Because you got to have a, have a certain monotone kind of nasally sound to do that. But the, the future flow, everybody's rapping like that now. Jump man, jump yeah. man, jump man. Everybody's on that future shit. So... See, and that's, and that's, yeah, that's just been the, the exact thing that I, I can't really uh, say where it's going to go after that because that's um, until the next big fucking thing is out. But it's also because it's kind of the easiest. I've noticed that usually the easier the the flow is, or just obviously, the, yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's maybe just for the title. I don't fucking, I can't make yeah. any fucking excuse for it, but you're right. It's like a fucking title wave. It is, and I want to tie this into, um, I know we're going to bring up David Bowie at the end of this, right? Oh, we're, yeah, we're getting to that. Okay. But um, going back to uh, Rick Ross and 50, so Rick Ross in an interview with Rolling Stone says, when it comes to Curtis, it's unfortunate. I'm not happy that his boxing company went under. I'm not happy that his clothing company went under. I'm not happy his record label went under. I'm not happy that he went bankrupt. 
I'm not happy that he doesn't have a relationship with his son. That's not something to be happy about. But to see him parading around, still able to hold his head up every day with all of that weighing on him, that makes me happy. I admire him for being able to hold his head up in a city that has revoked all of his passes. We've had quite enjoyable pass, and I still smile when I see him. That's some Nigga. shit. That's some, that's some mindfuck right there. Nigga, that is petty to the umpteenth power. Yo. And that's the best way you son a nigga. Like, cause this goes back to, cause they had asked him about, um, you know, um, what do you um, have to say about, you know, uh, what 50 said about your album flopping and you see how the nigga said nothing about his album flopping. Cause it did flop. Um, he just went on a, um, uh, nice little, uh, Davings? Checkmate. No! It's like what hoes do when they give like a backhanded compliment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you look you look pretty beautiful for a bitch with a who just had so many abortions and a uterus the size of the Arizona skinner's <laughs> grand king. You have such horrible eyebrows. I applaud you for such courage, bitch. Like, oh. Motherfucker, like hell. Speaking of courage, Popo, um, Charlie Sheen got some motherfucking courage because uh, he went temporarily off his HIV medication. The niggas should be glad that he's still alive. You should be giving courage for it. If you, be, you should be sued for that kind of shit, knowing damn well what kind of diseases you could pass on. Because you, because uh, I didn't laugh too. Because you know how he's uh, is he a sex addict? Did, did he ever come out as a sex addict? Or it's just I don't know if he, 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 he even bothered to try to try to use that excuse. <laughs> I don't think they end up labeling it, but um, yeah, Charlie Sheen obviously has uh, some type of sexual addiction, if you will. And um, oh, actually, there's a quick video. Like oh, like we we have to we have to give him him a little bit of slack because Charlie Sheen had the the leisure of living in a world where the jerk off stations down every fucking avenue in the street. You know what I'm saying? Past Wednesdays, whatever the fuck. He has no way to relieve that pressure. I'm still trying to come up around now. I'm trying to figure, figure, figure out a way where Chin's going to be okay. We need to figure this out. We need to. Okay. <laughs> Told you the Mormons got it right. Yeah. What was wrong with the therapy that you're on now? I sensed a lot of ambivalence about it when I was visiting with you. You're expressing the same now. Yeah. It. Um, there's a host of, of side effects that are that are that are manageable. Um, I was just curious, as I think a, a, a lot of people are. Um, you know, you, you ingest something every day and you feel a certain way. Um, I, I, I just got curious about what I might feel like off of stuff. Um, and then, uh, if, if, uh, you know, what was uh, being professed, if, if any part of it was, was, was true, then, uh, I thought it was, it was worth exploring. So, yeah, so Charlie Shane, um, and he would hide in Mexico, right? Is that is that what one of the things I remember reading about the story? Yeah, he. I'm trying to see if they because it wasn't the same, but he had apparently hit in Mexico, or I'm not sure if he was trying to get his medications because they're a little bit cheaper. Oh, as, yeah. as you he was trying to know. get medication. Yeah. So now, uh, yeah, she, Sheen also admitted that he regrets taking so long to do something about the disease once he was diagnosed. 
Um, he says, I'm amazed I'm actually alive, but I beat myself up from time to time about why it took so long with the HIV positive to really start embracing the whole physical package and the whole psychological package about bettering myself. Also, it probably took him a while to stop fucking because I think that was the other issue that he had. He was HIV positive, and he said, no, nah, nigga, that's tiger blood. Y'all read that shit wrong. Tiger blood. And there's a thing, too. I think when you do that, you have to like go maybe two weeks to a month without fucking and who of us can do that honestly <laughs> he didn't even jerk off no. i think that had to have been the most uh, stressful time of his life yeah but either way uh fuck charlie shane i i can really care less uh, about his prognosis now moving on from uh, a fucked up individual to uh, someone who uh, is considered one of the greats david bowie passed away yeah. at the age of 69 now uh, such a glorious year today you're probably gonna uh, uh, kill me, but I, I know no David Bowie stuff. I couldn't no? tell you one David Bowie anything. Now he, I think, I got famous from was it Stardust? Some shit. I remember he had a. He was one of the most famous. Only Stardust I know is Cody Rhodes. Wait, what? Oh, I thought Stardust was. Oh shit! Is that, wasn't he Gold? It was Stardust and Gold Dust. Two different guys. Yeah, Stardust is uh, Goldust's younger brother. No way. Like, actual brother? Or just he spun no, no, off of his, as that brother. character? Yeah. Real brother. Okay. Now, well, now the thing, because like I said, he, and I forget what his, what his code, and maybe Chad fucking knows, because he went by some kind of uh, fucking weird-ass fucking name. Um, but I didn't fuck with Bowie, and it was before my time anyway, but... I remember when he did uh, Ch Changes, which I was just trying to say nice. Um, but he had did a remix. This is the first time I remember remixes ever being a thing to uh, Under Pressure, which, you know, stole the idea from Vanilla Ice's um, uh, Ziggy Stardust was one of the fuckers, fuckers code names. Um, but anyways, he had, he had did a verse or he had, he had sung on with Freddie Mercury on the song, um, where is it? Under pressure. He actually made it doper. I'm not too sure if he had any part of how, how it was, but it just it's it sounded badass. I remember yeah. the beat even switched up a little bit and um he made it dope. Uh, oh, was, yeah, and I remember he was on Labyrinth or was it Lazarus or some fucking shit where yeah, he played Lucas Ain't saying that neither. No, and it's and it's fucking weird. And he just he kind of similar to like the young thugs and shit. Like he is, I mean, I don't want to see a key because motherfuckers were, were damn near dressing drag throughout the, you know what I'm saying? Late early seventies, you know, into the eighties. Oh, that's uh, the thing to do. But see, and I don't fucking get that. Like, mind you, I like, uh, you know, a, a bitch who's a little a bit on the dykey edge. So that's just from sheer satisfaction that it's my dick who's fucking inserting this thing that this supposedly swore dick off or that hates it. So I don't know if bitches feel the same way over a dude who looks like a flamboyant faggot to, you know what I'm saying? And that's what makes him sexier. But even what we saw in Princeton, all these are the biggest fucking dick swinging motherfuckers. And you know what I'm saying? But they dress like fucking women. And and I know he was part of that fucking thing. I mean, I know he inspired Lady Gaga, the fucking one of the millions of was one of the biggest influences. And um, like I yeah. said, fucking Queen themselves. I mean, they had the fucking the big poofy hair. Fucking ass when Aquanet and shit was fucking at a, at an all time high because every bitch had the greasiest fucking drippies or what the fuck did the motherfuckers put in their fucking hair to get it all? Not the soul glow shit, but what, what, what were they? Let your shit soul. Some shit. Put some activator in there. It was fucking sometimes where just, it, I, I couldn't, I see it going that same route. 
And maybe it's just a way of history having this way of repeating itself. And that's kind of, you know, then we'll eventually hit the big machismo stage right now. You know what I'm saying? We're damn near rocking in some fucking crotches, panties, and girdles. And these niggas are calling that shit thugging. Now, uh, Bowie died last Sunday after uh, 18. Activated? I don't know. Keep going. Activated? Um. Um, after a uh, eighteen month battle with cancer, um, he died peacefully, surrounded by his family. <laughs> after a uh, courageous eighteen month battle with cancer, and while many of you will share in the loss, we ask that you respect the family's privacy during this time of grief. So, uh, shouts out to David Bowie because, like, I always knew his name. Like, it's not like I didn't know of him. I knew that he was a big deal. And shouts out to this picture showing all the changes. That was the one thing, though, that I did hear. They were saying that David Bowie was always able to recreate himself to keep himself. Um, As you can see in the screen right now, for those that are watching yeah. on YouTube, I mean, he's had so many different, um, kind of like Madonna. He just he knew how to come back. Who knows? He, his, his Illuminati contract might have been up. Like, we gave yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? He made it to 69. Oh, we want you to be associated with 69 because your star map, like it could, yo, it can get deep. Yo, yeah. you, your moon is during the lunar eclipse and the sits minus the nine equals the sits, sits, sits yeah. needed Which, to put the sun in, in the holy grail of the, I don't know. And they got a Gemini to do it. What's the name? Gemini? This is something like that. They did some something like that. Fucking with the Pisces sun and the fucking cocksucking. All that shit. Just, just looking in the stars. Yeah, you got to. Holy hot damn. Moving on to uh, the only piece of the Golden Globes that I gave any fucks about. Um, did you see the awkward moment that Ricky Gervais and uh, motherfucking Mel Gibson had? I read about it because we know, and the reason why this is such a big deal for those, and I'm hoping you're going you're gonna to play it for us. Uh, the reason why this is such a fucking big deal is because uh, Mel Gibson, who you can call a racist, you can call whoever the fuck crazy lunatic, he, at least at one point, was a devout Christian. So devout to where you didn't see he made a fucking he funded um, a lot to make the Passion of the Christ, which so far has been the most detailed uh, beating of a motherfucker that we've seen so far. That hasn't been a fucking video coming out of Chicago. Shouts out to Chicago. I don't know if they came up, they finally released another video, but Kennedy and Slain. Um, but um, yeah, so he's going up against though. He's on stage with this Ricky, whatever the fuck last name with the G, and this nigga's known Gervasis. as a Gervasis cocksucking faggot who also is an atheist. <laughs> I'm not calling him a faggot because he's atheist. He's he's gay, isn't he? And he's also an atheist. I don't know if he's gay, but I know he's atheist. Yeah, he's a known atheist. But uh, yeah, so you uh, at the Golden Globes, you had the Christian and the atheist um, have a war of words, if you will. And um, I'll let you guys be the judge on uh, who won. If some sound would come on. Oh, so this sounds like a, like a joke you'd hear. So. Um, so a Baptist was it? So what was the name of that badass Baptist church? The, um, oh, the Westboro. So West. So 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 a man from Baptist Baptist Church, an atheist and a Jew, walk into a bar. But you have a camera. The mother two niggas go at. I know, and this I love that. I love that my volume mitts are uh, froze. That was weird. Okay, there we go. Let's run this uh, beautiful beam footage back. Run it back. Run it back. I love it. Run it back. Maybe it's just really is uh no because I can't hear it either. So uh let's go ahead and try that again. Um we'll go ahead and uh, run this back over here. That is weird. What the fuck is going on? Coincidence? Wow, I have no hmm. idea. 
is is are the Illuminati trying to stop us from doing this? Uh, oh, I said Illuminati and Popo's motherfucking camera uh, tried to explode. What the fuck is going Yo, on, Popo? Something's happening because I remember some, I, had some, I had some candles that were flickering because you know what I'm saying I, I didn't want to spend that. I had you know what I'm saying I had the boy I had the some babies over. I didn't want to give them a night light, so I lit some candles. The shits were flickering. It was like saying "Jew," and the fucking like the flame was flickering. It was fucking weird. I mean, not in such a way. I didn't hear the word "Jew," but you know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Right. Listen. This is shush. 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 Shut up. Really. Seriously. Right. A few years ago, on this show, I made a joke about Mal Gibson getting a bit drunk and saying a few unsavory things. We've all done it. I wasn't judging him, but now I find myself in the awkward position of having to introduce him again. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure it's embarrassing for both of us, okay? And I blame NBC for this terrible situation. Mal blames, we know who Mal blames. <laughs> What you say? No, he said, you know who Mel blames. And I, I think Mel still oh, blames the niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure I still feel a bit bad for it, right? Mel's forgotten all about it, apparently. That's what drinking does. No. <laughs> I want to say something nice about Mel before he comes out. Um, so... Oh, yeah, okay. Here you go. I'd rather have a drink with him in his hotel room tonight than with Bill Cosby. Oh! Damn. Here's Malcolm. Mal Gibson! Wow. Daddy says uh, Mel Gibson blames the Jews. Oh, look at him. I would have yeah. fucking tried to push him or try to. You saying pumping my chest again? Three years because it reminds me to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, faggot joke! Please tell me that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, oh, nigga! No way he's standing up to You don't need to leave your drink here. I'll put you to sleep another way. Listen, yes. Did you hear what he said? He said, you don't need your drink. I'll put you to sleep another way, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what he just said. I didn't hear the SOB. Oh, no, I'll run it back. He said that pretty right. damn sweet thing. And, and for the people... <clears throat> The people just listening, yeah. So Ricky Gervais has introduced him. Then Mel Gibson came up. Ricky Gervais and he had walked away. Left. Yeah, he had walked away. As you would in an award show, because someone else is on the stage. Mel Gibson makes this fucking remark. You think it comes back with his hands there? Like, what? Like, what? Oh, no. no, we're not. We're not done with this conversation, then, buddy. What, what did fucking uh, Nikki say to Miley? Like, uh, uh what? Uh, Wait, what's crack? What's good, bitch? What's good? What's really good, though. What's I don't really know. That, that's how this nigga held his hands up. Some shit. Because it reminds me to get a colonoscopy. Uh, Supposedly, shouldn't you get a yearly, or is it every three years? I don't even know. But it came out nice, though. It came out the tongue real slick. And here he comes. He comes out, holding his hands out. Like, what the fuck? You left your drink. You don't need to leave your drink here. I'll put you to sleep another way. Somewhere. Oh, it kind of blurred out. Ask you a question. Go ahead. I think you're the one to answer this. Mm-hmm. Sugar tits even mean. 
You say it this way? The guy that said it, it wasn't me. <laughs> you uh, say it off like that? Oh. Thanks, Ricky, for your input. Oh, okay, so next nominee is what does sugar tits even mean? Is that one of the shit that he said? That was one of the things he said when he was drunk to his wife. He was like, Look here, sugar tits. And so Ricky was like, she has some even. sweet ass titties. Means you got some sweet ass titties. This this nigga wouldn't know because he 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 likes booty holes. He likes manginas. No, Mel Gibson proved himself to be a fucking hypocritical Christian. Like it's that whole fucking how religious I'm greater than that. He, cause he's a fucking racist piece of shit. And he tried to beat his fucking wife up, but no, I'm God fearing. So you guys should hate the fucking atheists over there. Even though he doesn't have a bad record like that. Fuck him. I'm the one that did that shit, but I believe in God. So fuck that guy over there. Listen, you're putting under certain pressures when, when you do such shit like that. So I blame society and, oh. and, and Mel, Mel Gibson also blames the Jews for all the wars that have, have ever happened. It's either Jew or Muslim. Not, not, as, not as good Christian folks. Let me tell you that. Christian, you cannot be a terrorist if you're Christian. It's never, it's it's never terrorism if you're a Christian. You just look like one. At least that's how. I look. That's what I'm saying. I don't really believe it. I don't know. Oh. Now moving over from the Golden Globes over to the uh, motherfucking Oscars, uh, Papo. There's um, a bit of concern, Papo. And the- Actually, I gotta ask you too. The uh, I'm not sure if it's the Golden Globes, but isn't one of them not to say more greater than the other, but. Isn't it to yes. where um, Oscars are uh, greater? Well, yeah, Oscars are greater. And I thought Golden Globes were like TV shows and shit. I don't know what the fuck the difference is. If one's TV shows and one's everything. No, Oscars, I think, are just of a higher accord. But no, Golden Globes is the same thing as fucking films. But it's just it's the number two. It's not All the right. top dog. See, and I wouldn't get why there'd be so many different versions, but isn't the Golden Globes, which is the one where people actually get pretty tipsy and kind of they have a lot of fun at it. Isn't is that the Golden Globes? Oh, I don't know because I don't watch any of them shit. Well, supposedly I don't watch them shit either, but I, just, I remember hearing like people, I think, get a little bit more zestier on the Golden Globes, I think, where they, you know, they kind of people are really drinking and they kind of it's not such. A, I mean, they're both kind of prestigious because they're real, they get real snotty. Uh, yeah. which one call it's um people to host, but I don't know. Fuck, I'm trying. I don't know if one, one of y'all people know. People chime in. I really, I really am curious. I'm not sure if it's this one or not because think about it. Look who they got to host, and because you know there's gonna be some shit talking, and you know what you're doing when you're when you're combining worlds like that. They had to have known there would have been some shit to pop off. The concern about this year's uh, Oscars is: uh, are the Oscars so white or are the Oscars so dumb? That is uh, the concern that the uh, uh, Internet is asking, because uh, this year is the whitest um, uh, nominations ever or just a recent Academy Award whiteout Uh, for the second year in a row. The nominations fail to recognize any minority actors. Uh, Movies about black lives like Creed and Straight Outta Compton did receive recognition, but their nominations were for either white writers in the case of Compton or the white performer in Sylvester Stallone. with Sylvester Stallone and Creed. I love Yo. the fact that Straight Outta Compton was a movie about gangster rap, and they mi- managed to find the only two white people who were on the staff. It was like, oh, yeah, we'll nominate them. Yo, because yeah, all what, those Negroes. Because mm-hmm. they say that, too. I remember when they're hitting the nominations, they're like, and Compton, producer, or then they say whatever two of the white Jewish names, something Ben Finkel, producers. And then they move on to the fucking next fucking thing. Oh, now, uh, 
Now, the black directors of each movie, along with their non-white actors, were shut out. Um, last year, the same thing happened. Um, Vin Diesel had predicted that Furious 7 would win the Academy Award for Best Picture unless Oscars don't want to be relevant ever. Um, but this is just – this is how it fucking goes. And actually, I found – I still got this picture on my desktop um, – I found this thing and they were talking about how um, the Oscars, the Oscar voting team, it's like 77% men and um, they're white men. They're all white men and um, the average age is 62 years old. And so um, there's a, and did Popo just go through a fucking vacuum? What's going on? Yeah, I'm looking for something right now. Oh. <laughs> and so, um, so no, so it's, I, I'm not surprised when the Oscar doesn't recognize any fucking black people because it's a bunch of uh, 70 year old Caucasian white males. They don't give a fuck and they don't resonate with black culture. So they're not going to ever recognize them. And this is something that we're just seeing more and more as society becomes more transparent in this internet age. People are just starting to see that. Like, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking white men running every damn thing. And see, I was actually surprised that they actually, because usually so they're more snotty. And I know, um, and see, and it's funny because I thought 12 Years a Slave was actually nominated for a bunch of shits, but yet apparently they never even watched it. I don't get how, how, uh, how that would have been. But um, unless they just kind of want to give one to the blacks. No, because the only time that black movies win is when it has something to do with slavery. To remind them, so you can't Exactly. 12 Years a Slave. There was a not, uh, there was that for that. Um, what was it? Selma uh, won an Oscar. And what was Selma? Okay. Black people being mad about slavery. And then um, there was one other one. Uh, That's probably one oh, they Jane the Django won a fucking award. And once again, slavery. So they only fuck with slavery. So Easy E should have got on stage and should have been singing some um, some um, Negro spirituals. And if they would have did that shit, maybe <laughs> motherfucking uh, straight out of Compton would have got some type of nomination. But yeah. I, I want to say that um, what was it? Because like uh, what was it? Mad Max, like that was the only like popcorn film. I mean, so somehow they're kind of they're getting a little bit lazier. They normally wouldn't allow for such shit to be seen unless. You saw Mad Max and thought that shit was fucking a cinematic fucking treasure. Like, shit like that is in a pop box. I think I remember hearing nerds complain that the new Star Wars wasn't fucking part of it. Yeah. Now, uh, Popo, I think on that note, um, why not we get some motherfucking. Oh, did I lose my fucking soundboard? Let me go ahead and load that bitch back up real quick. Since since they're doing entertainment, is why you try to bring that up. And I was trying to figure out how to how to bring up Justin Bieber up when we we're talking about uh, um, um, Travi and fucking him because what is it? What I don't get it. He's into archaeology. Is he Indiana Jones? Like Indiana Jones or something? Yeah, he, yeah, he he uh, Negro Jones. That's who ne- he is. Negro, yeah, Jones. Negro Jones. And, and I brought up Biebs because of how he had, I guess it was the whatever mine fucking place trying to climb up ruins and apparently that you're not allowed to do that shit. Um, I want to keep bringing him up again because he was like, uh, and I felt like such a gossipy hoe for talking about him throwing subliminals because he's fucking Kourtney Kardashian and then seen out whatever the fuck. This nigga's been caught up with this bitch and he had made some kind of like, you know, like on online, I haven't been on IG in a minute unless I get added at something. Um, but you know how you can do like throwback Thursdays or something like that, or mm-hmm. TBHs or whatever the fuck that goes. I thought I meant to be honest. And um, 
he had this some shit about him and Selena Gomez. Someone like when you do that, does that is that kind of way of saying, hey bitch, I kind of I want to fuck again? But look at look at all these nice times that we had. Me actual fast tag you on the shit. That's that's Justin Biebs. Uh, that's his way to say, hey hey bitch, let me get some of that pussy. But fuck Biebs. I cannot stand that little nigga. Fuck that nigga. I hope all the bad things in the world happen to him and only him. Yo! Why you gotta be like that for, cuz? <laughs> he's, he's, oh, he's, fe- he's a fellow good Christian. You know what I'm saying? That I, I feel it just gets painted I, the wrong way. I can't stand uh, these uh, Caucasian thugs that, like, Justin Bieber is going to go through this whole little thing because he's been hanging out with Lil Twist and these little black rappers and just doing all this dumb shit. And then eventually his career is almost going to fall apart. And then he's going to use his white privilege to be like, no, wait, I'm back to a regular white male. Yay. I'm saying fuck Justin <laughs> Same thing with, same he's same fucking the Kardashian. That's all I gotta say. V, Nast- v nasty is one eviction notice away from using her white privilege and going back to that suburban. <laughs> <laughs> one eviction notice. Just saying. I'm just. Saying. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably because you're racist. Fuck your feelings, though. <laughs>